What's going on, everybody? It is Thursday, August 31st, and you have found the Pinwheels and Ivy podcast. I'm your host, Matt Swaski, a.k.a. Father Zoe, a.k.a. Super Calm Zoe. And with me, as always, Mr. Aldo Soto. The the Cubs are finally good. It took them, like, you know, three, four months in the season to finally play good baseball. The White Sox aren't good, but both teams are still entertaining as hell right now. You can't deny it. Both teams are entertaining as hell right now in their own way people are still talking about both <laughs> good and bad a lot of bad on one side it's not even the team it's everything but the team that's Anything but, well chris Anyway, yeah <laughs> and the good reverend k fitz i just want the record to show that i snuck this hydro flask into our podcast tonight in my fucking belly fat so, uh, let me get it through before I shoot myself in the leg. Got it. Oh, got it. And that was not a prison wallet. That's, I mean, you might as well just start there. But, <laughs> the, allegedly, allegedly, every, it's a prison wallet, but it's not a prison wallet. It's just my bed. So, it's all just a little cool. We do have a lot to talk about tonight. So, no long introduction here. Lord knows I need. A really bad time to quit drinking during the week. Uh, let's tap this cake. Free build of the favorites. We here for the latest. South side or the north side. Not tuned to the greatest. Home team for the home teams. Both sides got our own rings. On the mound or the long ball. But we don't put the wrong strings. Yeah. <laughs> it's that time of the year now. Wrigley or guarantees for the whole league that we hear now. New show with a new move. Discussions and interviews. Trade rumors that might be. This is Pinwheels and Knife. This is what you waiting for, yeah. You can put it on a boy, yeah. Every season they get all changed. Take me out to the bar game. This is what you waiting for, yeah. You can put it on a boy, yeah. Every season they get all changed. Take me out to the bar game. This is what you waiting for, yeah. You can put it on a boy. As always, the show is brought to you by Sports Mockery, sportsmockery.com. Make sure you're downloading the app, turning on push notifications, because you never know what's going to happen with the fucking White Sox. And bear season is right around the corner. This is great that this is a Chicago baseball podcast, and two of the three of us is wearing Bears gear already. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Laundry day. Fair enough. Uh, And also brought to you by Uncle Bud's. Happy hour every uh, every day. New specials. Um, I know they're putting together a nice little game day package uh, for those of you that like to make a day out of some Sundays. So go check out Uncle Bud's. 90, we'll call it 600, South Cicero. I think I give a different address every week. <laughs> we'll figure it out. It's, yeah, it's where TC's used to be. There if you you're from the South Side, you know what that means. Uh, yeah, Uncle Bud's, go check them out. Tell them Pinwheels and Ivy sent you. And... Let's get into it. Uh, first thing we should address is Missy pointed out in the comments. Our working boy, Mitch, as you can see, it's not here right now. He should be joining us probably midway through the show. Uh, yeah, there he is. There was a meth fire <laughs> uh, down at the St. Louis lab. So yeah, I think some guy blew up a house while smoking weed and having a pit bull fighting ring in the back. It's like the trifecta for St. Louis. So it's a big night. Uh, oh, St. Louis wouldn't be pit bull. It'd be like like a random ass like yep, weird um, Mitch is not pleased by that 
That's the best <laughs> screenshot ever. Pull that it's back so up. perfect. Like it's the so fact perfect. that they caught his face exactly <laughs> like so that. Happy. That was that was like I was proud of myself on that one. That no, that is some good work right there. Uh, uh shout out Mitch. That was the first one. That was like his first live. That was the one that we had. Like, we were on the air live when that happened. Yep. Yep. Remember? Because we were like, oh, yeah. Uh, and just so you folks know where this is probably going to go, I am drinking a post 8 p.m. Red Bull again. Ooh. Oh, man. There's a lot to water. talk about. There's a lot to talk about here. I've been hitting um, the Chico's lately. Oh, I've noticed. Refreshing. I've I'm noticed. Drinking water. Hey. That's fine. Okay, yeah, Kevin's hot. like walking around in 112 degree weather. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it's fucking hot here right now. It went from like last week, it was like like 80 to 83 degrees and like just a muggy. And t- and like yesterday in the golf tournament that we were at, too, it was like 114 and no wind and no clouds. It was no wind, <laughs> no rain. Um, today was really hot though. Let's start with motherfuckers than, bringing guns into White Sox games. Hotter than a gun that's fired inside of someone's belly fat. Let's let's start there. For those of you that live under a rock or belly fat or whatever, um, does cover much. In allegedly, allegedly, uh, here's a new drinking game too. Drink every time we say allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly uh, a woman tried to get in. To the game through the metal detectors. Is it twice, Aldo? Yeah. <laughs> One source. Three times. Three times. We can say at least more. Did you just say three times? Allegedly. Oh, my God. Um, and Man Hardy. Shout out. Third time was the charm. Shocker you used that hand gesture. And uh, this crafty, crafty woman decided to hide her gun in her. The word that's going around right now is belly fat. Um. And got into the game, and then she cheddar bobbed herself when she sat down, uh, <laughs> going through her leg, hitting the concrete, and grazing another woman's shoulder. Now, you can't make that shit up. Like, Chat GPT could never even come up with something like no. that. That's just, just amazing stuff right there. And it just keeps getting weirder and weirder because it happened in like the third inning. And they didn't say anything. Like, nobody knew. Like, you would think if something happened, a shooting in a ballpark. Like a, sh- a shooting inside of a and pro- yes, I The biggest thing that's gotten me, like, there was has been a million tweets about this. I think there's been about three that's made me even chuckle. <laughs> and the rest are just, like, horrible, like, racist, stereotypical bullshit from people that don't live on the South Side talking about the South Side. And that got me a little fired up. All right, here we go. Fuse is lit. It's starting to get a little. All right. Yeah, all right. That shit was brutal, though, because like people were like, well, maybe it came from the outside. Maybe someone shot it well, from like, the thing. away. They were celebrating so, like in the Old West. I'm like, at wow. least all of a sudden the story got spun up that there was a shooting at the gas station like a mile away. And someone, Annie Oakley, shot the fucking thing in the air and it magically landed right at this. It went through this woman's leg and like magic bullet. Yeah, like, the new yeah, magic bullet just like, yeah. went around and hit this other lady. Get the fuck the out of here! So, on down. Basically, now it's like it's because multiple people have told the exact same story, and it's people. No way! That's awesome. Hey. Really, and 
Make sure you snuggle a senior sock since you are in you're in Mexico. You need to smuggle in some stuff in your belly fat. Yeah, use your belly fat, bro. We're we we sure that this allegedly is a good idea. So allegedly. they try to say this magic outside bullet came in, and then and then like multiple sources, it is actually, and then uh, don't ask me why I know that. Uh, and then all these multiple multiple different stories. Now, although you you had it from a couple sources and you put it up on Sports Mockery, and then Peggy Kaczynski, she put it out on Twitter, and she's a seasoned seasoned journalist. Like Peggy's not one to just throw shit out there because you know a friend of a friend told her. Like she wouldn't do that unless she had solid uh, info. And then went the- on was on ESPN One Thousand, led yep. the top of the hour uh, with uh, Yurko and uh, Metro. Yep, and the- like that's just that was the first thing, top of the hour. This is what happened. Yep. Basically, the same story that we had up on Sports Mockery confirmed, yep. or you know, well, I was gonna say she sources she, confirmed every single thing that we wrote. Yeah, she basically just confirmed your theory. Here's the thing, folks if you grew up on the south side of Chicago, you're either related to or you know at least two cops. It's pretty much how it goes, or you went to high school with one or whatever. That shit wasn't gonna stay quiet for long. Let's just put it that way, you know what I mean? It's too, it's and so good. Those stories start going out, and then the White Sox or whoever is starting to spin this bullet from the outside thing, and everyone called bullshit on that. And then the Chicago police released a statement that was like, nah, I'm pretty sure that came from the gun inside the stadium. And that's pretty much – oh, and then the allegedly – sorry. Allegedly. allegedly. Uh, one of the women mentioned in the story, their lawyer is coming out now being like, no, there was no gun in the stadium. All right, bro. <laughs> sure. You're right, dude. Everyone else is wrong. Um. <laughs> so there's a lot of fallout from this. One, the last time I went to a Sox game, they took away my motherfucking sunscreen. My sunscreen. Oh my god! A lot of the women of White Sox Twitter and White Sox fans that are female, they constantly get told their bag is too big. I was, <laughs> was going to say, you can sneak in a gun. But if you're a four foot eleven uh, woman trying to get into a Sox game, make sure your yeah. bag is the right dimension. Yeah, is your bag bigger than this card? So, like, a woman can't bring in their regular size purse. I can't apparently bring in sunscreen. Luke can somehow bring in Uncrustables, which is still weird to me. And this lady just... Well, where is he hiding it? Wow. Prison wallet. Uh, Yeah, there we go. That one's in a a balloon that you just... But this lady... Uncrustables, indeed. Got a goddamn gun into the stadium... So is like the theory here that the like fat like covered it from the metal detectors, or was it just shitty metal detectors? Uh, Jesus so all I say is from from what I wrote and what uh, the story that I've gotten, I didn't get the details of exactly how it was. All I know is the overall general stuff in in the stomach rolls. It she went through the metal detectors. The metal detectors went off. They had her go through. And then one of the sources basically said whoever was working security probably wasn't trying to get all touchy-feely, trying to look underneath the stomach rolls. So they're like, all right, get in. Peggy Kaczynski, which she reported on ESPN 1000, was that, yeah, the metal detectors went off, and it was basically the same thing. They're like, we we, we don't want to like invade yeah. the personal space right. there. They, and they're, they like, just right, they're just like, well, go ahead. Go ahead. Go. Yeah. Yeah, and Missy, we're talking about different kind of shooters, so 
You got you to gotta make sure you preference what type of shooter you're talking about there. I do have to say, in fairness to all the reporting that's been out there, there's been, I think it was from WGN, Ben Bradley reported that according to White Sox officials, they said Alleg- that the metal detectors didn't Alleg- go off. Allegedly. 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 There's also that out there. Well, metal all right. Detectors. Let's, let's, let's open this up a little bit. So unpack it, really. Unpack it. That's the word I was looking for. It is already a massive pain in the ass to get into a White Sox game if there's any kind of decent giveaway or it's a weekend game. I'm sure all the people in our comments that go to games a lot more than I do will testify to that. Like, if you don't have stadium club passes, you're waiting in line for at least, like, 45 minutes to an hour. And usually you've been drinking before you got in that line and you got to piss real bad, and it's just a whole mess, and it makes people angry because you have to sit there and you kind of sober up and you get that, like, I was drunk, but now you're hung over already. Yeah. <laughs> yes. No, you really are. It's yeah. terrible. And the man titties. <laughs> and then, uh, so that's terrible enough. So if you're going to take all this time to back all this shit up, you would think you'd be able to find a gun on someone. Hmm. And then, <laughs> this is shit. I'm just going to put my <laughs> the incredulity, incredul- yeah. the incredulousness I, of your apparently. <laughs> My, what I learned from all this is I should have put sunscreen inside of a Glock and hit it on my waistline because I probably would have gotten in. I mean, that's how I brought my AR-13 or whatever the hell they're called. I don't know what they are. Uh, Now, obviously, as the team was already like a a huge joke in this league, now this is just like (laughs) put it over the top. And there is that meme that's going around that all they refer to that I said before we officially went live that every time with this team you think you hit rock bottom, you're wrong. Something else is going to happen. And it's, we're going to, I'm going to lose it a little bit more on that in just a minute. But the fallout from this, though, is a couple things. One, they didn't stop the game. Two, they didn't clear the, they didn't even clear the fucking section. They didn't even clear the row that it happened in. I but they did. Didn't they cancel the vanilla ice concert? Like they, they said, it was after the game. The, the, vanilla, the vanilla ice thing was technical issues, Kevin. Technical oh, issues is yeah. why they canceled it. This shit happened in the third inning, dude. They played Which, a full by the game. way. Well, you know, vanilla is, ice was like, oh shit, is Shug here? He's going to fuck. <laughs> this <laughs> is speculation on my part, not reporting. Allegedly. Allegedly. But I think it is pretty easy, or I think you can connect some dots and, be, and maybe know who may or may not have had connections who was involved when there was a shooting gunshots went off inside of a ballpark and immediately there it was seen as it was immediately known throughout cpd that oh it was an accidental accidental discharge immediately and that's why it wasn't made into a big deal because there's no chance in hell you just get a report of gunshots inside the white Sox game uh you know what it's not that big of a deal it was an accidental discharge Yep. So, like, some people in the know, and also knew if, what was going. If on. that happened and they didn't have a weapon under control, I don't yeah. think they'd be letting all those people sit there. I think yeah. they grabbed the lady who had it under her fucking fupa, and they were like, "All right, well, allegedly, this is, allegedly. Here, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Well, here's the fucking gun. We're cool. Play ball. What you the? Well, <laughs> who shoves allegedly? Allegedly shoves a gun in their belly with the safety off. That's a good point. Well, I mean, it's, unless it's jumbled around and like well, you know, the, it's kind of like it's kind of like not, the theory goes. That we're not exactly 
we're not exactly dealing with a firearms expert here. <laughs> yeah. True. They probably but, did not learn that. that they may have moved it to uh, allegedly to uh, their pocket allegedly. after oh. getting in. So, uh, I mean, so then would, whenever they were, that makes sense. Yeah. And then yes, because there's no chance. I was trying to think about it. Like there's no and then, way. Whoever this, this is, person was was sitting there for like thirty minutes. This just keeps going though. Right? Then, then, still like, I can't bring my gun in, and I can't go bury it in the dirt. You know, a quarter mile away from the stadium, and come pick it up afterwards. So, fuck it, Vernon. I've done that with bottles of vodka. I put <laughs> bottles of vodka next to the fucking behind garbage cans in the parking lot, and come back out, and it was still there. But, um, there's this just keeps going though. This like just keeps unraveling because now it was part of a group of fucking teachers. She was there what? with a bunch of teachers. Yeah, your people. What? <laughs> she was there with a fucking bunch of teachers. When you've been inside a public school long enough, you realize that you probably should smuggle a gun in. So why is a why bring a gun to the side team? First of all, second of all, when you're with a group of your work peers, it's a teacher. It was like an outing, fit. It was oh, a te- oh, it was like a the was group like of teachers. They're celebrating. Yeah. The, they were they're celebrating right. their first week of school. Yeah, teacher outings never end well. Because unless you're the bartender, I do. I do want to or, or the guy that's just kind of like parking lot pimping. Yep. Shout out Nathan. Hey, Nathan. We still got to figure out what happens when people super chat us, but we're Man. right now we're like Ricky Bobby. Like yeah. we don't know what don't to do know, with our do. hands. We were talking about that, right? We're gonna put like a price list, right? right? Yeah, yeah, we got to figure that out. We got to figure it out. It's like a, like a tiered. I was, I was gonna say before we go on. So there was the. The victims were grazed in the stomach or the leg. I forgot. And then someone else did get. No, the initial lady, it, it hit her leg and then it bounced and grazed the lady's shoulder. There you go. Allegedly. Leg and Allegedly. then shoulder. Allegedly. Um, but the good thing is, it does report that there weren't any serious injuries. Thank God. That is again, good. That is good were... I think that's but... the reason why everybody's being able to be so light about it. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Because of that, because there weren't any serious injuries, even though it was it, such an idiotic. It's, it is such an idiotic situation. I've someone, I mean, I'm sure numerous people have, but this is like a curb your enthusiasm episode. Oh, like it just, it keeps getting more ridiculous and ridiculous. Yeah, we're not even done yet. We're we're still, yeah, we're still, it it keeps getting more. We're not done yet. This is still going. All right. And then all it takes is one Google search to see who's in charge of the fucking metal detectors at that stadium. Jerry Reinstorf? Pretty much. He's hired his niece. A nephew. Good old fashioned Chicago nepotism. Yeah, it was one of his people that. Oh. Yeah, it's one of the people. It's like one of the minority owners of the White yes. Sox has his own private security company. Security company that's in charge who, of the metal detectors. Yeah. So. so oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So the, and then, Josh Nelson is the one who pointed out in the Chicago Tribune article, and it's like yep. Jerry just getting paid by his own people. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, the Words family ser- only serving booze from Words Beverage inside the United Center, the building that they own, and they own the bowl or the Blackhawks. It's just that's how the the, the machine works around then, here, man. And then, like, and then this security company does security at the United Center for the Bulls and Blackhawks. And Jerry, Jerry owns, owns United Center. Yeah. So. But so that so that comes out. So that's another reason why this whole there was no gun in the stadium narrative is keeps getting pushed, allegedly. And then now we haven't even talked about, again, the fact that they just were like, all right, cool. And like people were sitting there. Baseball players were on the field like there was nothing, no action taking place. Like you would think they would stop the game, maybe get some people out of there. I could have created a panic. I, that. I could have created it, a trade situation. And that's the only reason I can think is they're like, it's kind of like, all right, if we can get this taken care of, 
people will, you know, if they if they're none the wiser, it, it will actually like I at least minimize I'll give you that. Really, like, I'll give people you that. searching up the stairs and them's little kid getting run over by some fat yeah, dude that I, you know, I, I agree with you there. I do. I agree. I see both that. sides. I think once they knew, because again, they're connected, people knew people knew immediately like within yeah, I mean like, I was it happened, it's like some fucking idiot just shot themselves. I, well, you guys there's the no messages. serious injuries. I was at a fantasy football draft. I told you guys the story like an hour yeah. after it happened. But so I get it. I get it. Like in like in the middle of the game, they don't announce it because they know. Right. Oh it's no, not I'm not saying like shooter. put it on the How, scoreboard or something. However, like however, immediately after the game, okay, you have you have your '90s concert, Vanilla yep. Ice is on, whatever. You cancel that for you to say there are technical, technical issues. Yep. You can mm-hmm. say there was an incident inside the ballpark. You can make you can stay. You can. Well, they should have hired Rick Hahn to do their fucking PR releases here. Just, yep. just say there's an incident inside the ballpark. It has been taken care of, but because of that, mm-hmm. the tonight's yeah. festivities are canceled. I guess to, to be clear, I'm not saying they should like should have put it on the scoreboard yeah, right yeah. away and been like, everyone run. Like, but like <laughs> after the game, I t- I am 100 with you. It's like but again, uh, technical issues. You know, the reason why they didn't do any of this, in my theory, is because they found the weapon right away, and the system or the situation was what they believed to be under control. Um, now. I think the fallout of this, I've had a couple people now, including some of the, the White Sox writers for Sports Market, be like, why aren't people talking about this more? Why isn't this becoming a bigger deal or whatever? And you got to remember, Jerry's really fucking rich. And Jerry's got more than enough money to settle with anyone out of court to make sure that this does not get talked about anymore. And Clout. it's also, I know they wasn't done on purpose. I'm not in one sense of the world trying to allude that i think this was like a but it happens at the same time where the, the on the on the field product is a complete fucking train wreck inside of a dumpster fire it was staged no it definitely wasn't staged but it, yeah and first of like all the, back to senior socks comment there was definitely yeah, not thirty five thousand. Yeah, yeah. Let's <laughs> I, can tell you, I can tell you of the five thousand fans there are a few socks fans that i know of that you do not want to be caught underfoot um no and well i mean it's chicago dude we eat we're midwest we're fucking beefy folks. It's all like good. this entire but, story is just such Illinois Chicago politics because an, a, another oh, angle yes. is that guaranteed right field is owned by the state. Yes, it's like they also don't want to be caught up liable in any right. of this either. Right. So it's just all every Chicago angle, every Illinois, every and I guarantee you, just a bleacher pop like in the other guys. Come on, <laughs> hey, I did my first bleacher pop. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure NDAs are starting to get fly- tossed around. I'm sure fucking settlement checks are going to be flying around in the next couple months. It's going to be tough to get the real story. I mean, unless this lawyer can 100% prove that all these other people are making shit up, then he's a good-ass lawyer. But I don't know. It's just it's such a great microcosm into what this season has become. By the way, the according, to, according to the box score on ESPN, there mm-hmm. is 21,906 at so, Friday night's game. Uh, those are tickets sold because that's not yeah, so that's many, uh, people. Yeah. I mean, that's probably 10,000 season ticket holders that weren't there. But By the way, you're right, though. The, what a great uh, headline for Jerry because everybody forgets that, that same game. Sox lost 12 to 4 to the Oakland A's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm serious right now. We're probably going to talk for a good 45 minutes about the White Sox and not talk about baseball once. 
what happened on the field. I mean, the only thing that's happening on the field right now for the White Sox that's worth talking about is Luis Robert. He's good. He's great. He's, he's very good. Very good. Just dump but the how is he, how is the, hype, the hype, the expectations, the comparisons, they've been met. He's he's yeah. lived up to him. <laughs> dump the team angel style. Just throw everyone on fucking waivers so you can clear all that bank and build a team around him. But anyways, what I'm saying is this whole belly fat shooting allegedly incident is such a good like in my mind symbolic sim, bleh, symbolism to how this season's gone for the White Sox because just when you think like everybody's already fucking laughing at this team they're firing front office people they suck there's injuries there's inside fighting you got fucking Yaz bitch slapping TA in the lock I mean it just goes on and on and on and allegedly. on allegedly 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 and then this happens Allegedly. And you are a national laughing stock. Like, I mean, everybody. No, that's not allegedly. That's one. That's (laughs) fucking true. I mean, everybody. I mean, John Boy, ESPN, you name us any kind of sports or just media outlet. And it covered the story. The three major national headlines that the White Sox have made in the past 31 days or so. Let's call it two, like what, three weeks? No, uh, let's say 31 days. I think it was right after the trade, or right before the trade. I want to get to this after this because this is a great has been uh, Middleton going off on the on the clubhouse. Yes. Right after that was finally you fired Kenny Williams uh, and Rick Hahn for their incompetence for the past you yep. know two decades. Well, actually, I missed one. The the TA fight with Jose Ramirez. Yeah, that, oh, I yeah. Mean, that was so. There's four. So there's four, and then the, a, a shooting inside of your ballpark. That those have been your four major headlines the past month, month mm-hmm. and a half. And you, you're damn straight. I'm about to yell at you, young lady. <laughs> um, you guys remember that witch that showed up to the White Sox game early in the season? <laughs> and put a curse on Mike Clevenger, and we did like a good half hour on a show about it. And then we had someone in our comment. Yeah, someone. Not mm-hmm. going to name names it just smuggles like, shooters into the game it just got a little messy um claiming that she could handle handle the witch because this was her thing yeah who's to blame here and now as the <laughs> I season really went out, I really thought i could feel it <laughs> and i'm i'm very glad baloney brought this up in on twitter because i think this witch sucks and she just fucked everything up. She thought she was hitting Clevenger, but she hit the whole south side of Chicago. She's like Willow. She's like kind of good at spells, but not like really accurate with spells. Yeah. So she's like Willow. She's Maybe taller, though. Tossing curses out left and right. I do, to know how, I do need to know, though, with like, how was it handled, though? Maybe there was a mishandling, and that's I what thought, caused. I thought Missy Carroll was going to reverse this. <laughs> but instead, now, yeah, she's a bum-ass witch. Fucking like junior college witch didn't finish didn't, didn't finish all four years just took like got a trade degree instead and so she didn't really actually pay attention in no, the no this is not a this is not a cop out because the crazy witch lady in the red jacket only went to one game yeah, she, only, she only needed one game missing yeah she's unleashed she went to orientation at Hogwarts and then ditched the rest of the time yeah and, and you know what I think it might have been like a temporary uh, uh, curse on Clevenger because he he struggled his command for like a month then he, then got, he got injured. Hurt. Then he, and then, got, he had, then he got injured. And then he had like four good games, and now they just released his ass. They put he him got on like labels. he, uh, he, he, he had like rebaptized or something when he was Spray. on the injured list. He got mm-hmm. it off. Uh, she, yeah. it was like it, everybody got hit. Just everybody. She, it was I'm like, not it, mad. I'm not, not mad. I'm just disappointed. 
If you're going to call me dead in the comments, if you're going to call me dead in the comments, I'm going to use dead language. I'm not mad. You know, when you're messing around with the Luigi board, (laughs) you try to get the good spirits, but like if you mishandle it, you're going to get some bad spirits. So that seems like what happened with the White Sox. Yeah, it could be the goose is gone. This is all since the goose. I think doesn't the doesn't the witch follow us on Twitter? We might have to hit her up. I don't know if I want her on the show. I don't know. If no. we well, that. Mitch is the it one who wrote, wrote the story on Sports Mockery, and then yeah. she's the one comments. And she it. came at Mitch. Yeah. Well, see, if she comes on our show and Mitch isn't here, Mitch will be the one that gets cursed. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, man. Sorry, Mitch. Dude, <laughs> imagine being like in, in the middle of, the, middle of nowhere, Missouri, and then you just see a red light uh, underneath your door. I mean, the Red Witch is coming from <laughs> 3 a.m. at the you witching hear, hour. You just hear the wind rustling. What a shitty-ass witch. <laughs> Something what a shitty-ass witch. And then... Clown doll with long arms. So I guess that's another baseball thing we could talk about because, yes, they did TFA Clevenger. No, so. no, no. Waivers. A Waivers, lot of people are confused, and so was I. Yeah, yeah. So- <laughs> Waivers. It basically okay. means... like I thought. See, I thought the White Sox were like, cool, the White Sox would finally get rid of him, but... I did learn because of that four million dollar option for next year or buyout. It's a buyout, I think. Yeah, right? it's a buyout. Buyout. No, it was an option. I'm pretty sure it was a team no, no. option. I think the the it was a Clevenger twelve million dollar yeah. option. Fizz, will you look that up real quick? Look it up. Let's make it. Like, it's a one year deal, including twelve million guaranteed in an average average salary of twelve million with a. Mutual option. Mutual option. There's no buyout, but there is. I think is... the buyout was half of it. I don't see a buyout. I never see here the. the buyout. In... Oh, pretty sure Drew's in the comments saying there's mutual, a buyout. Oh yeah, four million dollar, four million dollar buyout, four million dollar okay, So, so the way before, I, th- I think it's because of the new, uh, the new uh, collective bargaining agreement that they uh, had. They got rid of waiver trades. In August, after the trade deadline, yes. you can put guys on waivers. You can work out a trade, or you can pull them back. But now, what the basically what teams are doing is they just kind of want to shed payroll. So, if the White Sox, if somebody did claim Clevenger, they would pay him the remainder of his 2023 salary, and they would be on the hook for that buyout. Right. So, I don't think a team is going to want to do that for you know five starts of Mike Clevenger. Right. I don't know. So... Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe. Well, so maybe there is some desperate. The nice thing is, though, is he's gone. But Cubs Cubs do it tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. Oh, that's not something that's that's like, oh, that'll never happen. You can't say that because that that could happen. Um, I guess since we're talking about this and I know and I apologize, this show more than a lot of ours. I know a lot of ours. We bounce all over the place. This show is really going to go all over the place. I'm just. Warning everyone. We, we still haven't gotten to like the no, the actual biggest news of the week that right. has to do with the feature of the White Sox. <laughs> yep. But I will say, I respect the what and the worst is the, the, the witch is after me. There you go. Oh, buddy. Are you sweating like Mitch? Did you get the Mitch curse? You, do you need AC2? Hey, folks, I mean, super, chats, super chats it's, are on. Uh, I, as it? I told you last week, all you wimps in Chicago complaining about 100 degrees for two days. Yeah. It was 110 plus for 32 straight days. You Beat. moved there, bro. Yeah. July there. for us, 100 degrees or hotter the entire month of July. Yeah. Uh, let me cry about it when it's the middle of winter and you guys are like, oh, it's 70 ah. degrees here. Two more months. Two more months. We're there. It's 70 degrees here now, no, truckers. 
I'm going to go to San Francisco um, this weekend. It's going to be nice and cool. I had to say that it looks goofy as hell, and I understand people are laughing about it whatever. Much respect to the Angels front office. They just looked on paper and were just like, fuck this. Gone, 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 gone. No, no. Fuck the Angels front office for... They just helped all your competition. One, yeah, that. <laughs> Number two, that's the thing. This is how this is how selfless I was going to be because th- that was a point, but that was like second in my mind. They've had two of baseball history's, like two of baseball history's best players on yep. their team at separate times because Otani came a little after, mm-hmm. but at least one of, and then for like five or six years, two of the best players of all time on the same team yep. for a decade, they have not been above 500. Oh, they're terrible with that. I'm, just, <laughs> I, I'm saying I respect the move that they did. That's all. They're front office. Like, sucks. I guess, I guess, but <laughs> I just think, I mean, when have you ever saw something like that? Like, they make all these trades for these guys, give up pretty solid prospects to get these guys, wait a month. And then I was going to say, the thing is, later. everyone hope knew you didn't, at the time. Hope you didn't buy a house. See you later. <laughs> I, I know when they traded for their G, or when they said, when the story came out that they weren't going to trade Otani and that they were going to go for it. And I said, you know, we had, a, we had a, we talked about it. And I said, you know what? You want your team to go for it. I, I like the move, but yes. obviously it, it fucking backfired in like, like two and a half before. weeks. Like it, it wasn't like, oh, we, we just couldn't make it down the stretch in September. They couldn't get out of fucking August, bro. Yeah. They <laughs> they made this big thing. We're going to be buyers. We're going to do all this. Then Trout gets hurt again. Lucas Giolito got worse somehow. Uh, Raylo wasn't anything special. And then who are, they gave up two. They just cut two Grit, other outfits. Uh, then they got Gritchick, Gritchick and, and Crone from the Rockies. Yeah, they kept yes. Crone, but they they just they just uh wavered Grichik. They put wavered on Grichik. And then there was another outfielder that will be a starter on, well, for the White Sox or any other team, but <laughs> uh, Renfro. Thank you, Drew. Hunter Renfro, yes. Yeah, so I, I don't know why. I just love it. They, I thought it was a type. I thought Passan was like fucking with everybody <laughs> when it came out, and then it was just like, what is going on? Is, seriously? And basically, they're just like, hey, we looked at it. We're not making the playoffs. We're going to cut all this money right now so they can just pack a Brinks truck and back it up to Otani's front door. He, but that's the thing. Otani's gone. He's leaving. He's saying, fuck you guys. He's 100% <laughs> leaving. 1 million percent. Why the hell would, why the hell would he want to come back? Why no, would he I, want to come back? I don't know. Mike Trout's probably trying to figure out a way how to get out of the hundred year contract he signed. Mike Trout. Well, I, I just say Mike Trout. I, I uh, hand up. I haven't followed closely what the injuries are, but it seems like he's not injured a lot the last. Yeah, he's, I mean, <laughs> you know, Father Time doesn't wait for. Anybody, I, I know. Man. Yeah, that's what sucks. It's like, man, we're talking and about all time great here. Yep. Who and then is you already, get Otani on the decline. Otani blown his UCL. Right? Was it that? Or- yes, he's, he is. Uh, he's not pitching. He's shut down. So but he's, he's still hitting. He's, he's still hitting. Yeah. I think yeah, this is the 100%. second time this happened because the. The last time he had Tommy John surgery. I agree with this. He can get it. But, yeah. <laughs> I mean. Uh, I think last time Otani had Tommy John surgery and he came back. And, obviously, he still wasn't throwing. But I think he was back. Uh, that's when he started, like, doing full-time DH. After yeah, coming back but, from his last time, John. So, the good news for the White Sox is there's a good chance they won't be the worst team in the league. Because the Angels are probably just going to pick up, like, cast members from Angels in the outfield at this point. Well, what's the bottom of the ranking or the standings? Today, did they announce the Tony Z- the the Tony Danza hiring yet? Not yet. Coming okay. soon. Okay. Um, keep an eye on that. Danza watch. Twenty twenty three. 
<laughs> so, but I just wanted to get that. Oh, no. Phone. No, the Angels, the Angels are good. The, the Oakland A's still haven't won 40 games. <laughs> Uh, that's true. They're well, thirty-nine and ninety-five. Oh, they just uh, lose the lottery. They keep they, playing the White Sox. Yeah, I was gonna say if them and the Sox can just go at each other for the rest of the season, but um, Tony Danza dies an angel in the outfield. Oh, spoilers! No, Are you? <laughs> it just finds out he's a ghost at the end when there's uh, color red. Oh wait, wrong movie. <laughs> what's up ian um yeah so that's but, the waiver oh, stuff you, you can say though one one good thing because you can't say because again angels failed Lucas oh, Gilito, yeah. Reno lopez well you know white that, Sox yeah. won the trade white Sox won the trade baby <laughs> white Sox won a trade yeah and i think and ian correct me the the, the prospects they got from the angels are doing pretty well yeah, Quero, 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 Quero's doing great. Yeah, in double that's a. Just, yeah, it's funny these prospects. I don't even remember their names. I just, I give them traits. So switch hitting catcher is doing pretty good. <laughs> from uh, what I've seen, you know, just the, the highlights. Witch got Kevin. And you see it. And if you need to see those highlights, you should be uh, following White Sox daily because no one covers the Sox farm system like they do. And I'm not just saying that because Ian's here now. I mean it, but. Uh well, and Ian says the White Sox won that trade the second the paper was signed, but uh hopefully we see Lucas or I think Raylo's got a better shot than Lucas does of landing on a contender, but and we'll see. It depends. Oh, the other guy that was the pitcher, Matt Moore, too. He got, yeah, uh, he was on waivers. Yeah. That's um, the thing. Yeah, no, they're definitely or if the if the teams actually care about winning. Which you would you would hope so, right? There there are three teams uh right behind the Cubs, four teams right behind the Cubs in the NL wildcard race. They should be all over Giolito and Lopez and more. Like the, the the Marlins would need pitching help, the Giants could need uh pitching help, uh, uh the Reds, especially the Reds, uh, and then the Diamondbacks as well. That those teams should be putting in claims yes. for, oh. for Giolito and Moore and Lopez. So, Ian, our resident farm expert, talking about switch hitting catcher guy, uh, he's hitting 300 plus since the trade. He has more homers with the Barons than he had in 10 times as many games with the Trash Pandas. There you go. Oh, see, Chris Katz fixed them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's why I got <gasps> Oh shit. Oh, We're I cannot fun. wait this for the fun. story. I can you, I already know future headline Chris gets mastermind and trade deadline steals. Oh, the, the, they're going to spin it that way. He was the one oh, who was actually I can see that. I can definitely be see that. One. Yep. He was the one who was in the room making he was suggesting which prospects to get. That's how they're going to spin it. I already know it. I yeah, make sure you clip that so we can play that and timestamp it. Uh Project Birmingham 2.0. <laughs> but yeah, I've I have heard that Kai Bush looked okay in his last start. Um Nestrini? Yeah, no. Hasn't Nestrini looked good? Or no? The other thing is Colson Montgomery, bro. I feel like every time I go on to Twitter now, it's a different Colson Montgomery highlight, which he's our uh who's the guy you guys like over there? The guy that oh, just struck out nine in his I, major league debut, I guess. No, 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 no. Oh. Center fielder. Oh, oh Pete Crow Armstrong. Oh, yeah, Pete, yeah, Pete Crow. Yeah, but I will say, Colson looks like he, you know, somebody gave that boy a cheeseburger 
good way. In a good way. Huh? He's well, that, well, him it seems like something's happening when guys get to double A for the White Sox. Hmm. He's a good ball player. I got good always barbecue in Birmingham. I got good. That one's always good barbecue in Birmingham. Yeah. That ooh, you know feelings. what we should do? We should have their GM back on the show, friend of the show. He's been on the show uh, twice. Uh, what's his name? It's like Josh Nelson or something like that. Yes. Yeah, he's the been on the Josh show twice. Does. Yeah, he's a good interview, man. He that guy's awesome. I randomly DM, text, uh, Twitter DM him and talk about. He's a good dude. But his uh, son needs to come through with the hat, though. I don't think he has. You know what? You're. Right. I'm gonna fucking hit his ass up tomorrow. Um, we got to trade hats if, for interviews now. Yep. I wonder if PCA will rage at Wrigley. I I've. I have a very, yeah. I have a very strong feeling that PCA is going to be just fine in the pros. I, I do need the Cubs do need to sit down uh, with PCA right before he gets called up. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a brick wall behind the Ivy. <laughs> he keeps running into walls, and I love it. Gamer fucking goes all out. Love it, but you could you could do that. Well, don't do that all the time. But at, all, at, at least all. you're going up against a padded wall in the minors. You can't be doing that at Wrigley. So <laughs> it's funny. Balls to the wall. I've actually had this train of thought before, though. Eli would have never worked with the Cubs. Oh, it would have a disaster because the NL didn't get the DH until nope. the year after he debuted. And that was only because of the COVID season. He would have ran into a brick wall first season. First season. Possible career ender. And, and the he, Cubs have that, yeah. that that high sidewall. He would have been slamming yep. into that. So, it would have been off. Oh, yeah. Aloy would have never worked. Fun to watch. I mean, the, right. the... <laughs> I can't believe that I'm gonna do this five years later, like three years after I said I would never revisit, or two years after I said I would never revisit it. But the Jose Quintana trade, trading away Eloy and Cease, well, more this is on Eloy, made sense because they were gonna go after Bryce Harper. They didn't, right? And I'm assuming that was the plan, and then they just didn't. <laughs> That's not- can you just can you picture Aloy just like going out there with like a paintbrush and painting like a, a tunnel on the wall? He, he would have gone right through the right right through the the bullpen uh, doors. Yeah, I mean, the opposing team just sends a guy out there, a sneaky little guy, to like paint a train track tunnel on the wall, so Aloy tries to run through it. Oh my god, that it's funny because it might have happened. You yes. never know, but yeah. So shout out to the Angels front office for just saying fuck it. Um, but now we can talk about the the main reason for my blood pressure spiking often this week. Hey, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. All right, go. Why are you recording this? Oh, there it is. Yes, <laughs> I, dude, I've laughed at that like four different times this week. Hey, you're not sarcastic. No, I've literally laughed at that about four or five times this week. Yeah, I just put that in there. Look at that little bitch. Anyways. <laughs> So the White Sox are one of the worst teams in baseball. This has been the most one of the most disappointing seasons maybe ever in White Sox history. Their farm system and developmental de- de- the development of players has been bad for the last seven years. So you mm. fire yeah. <laughs> you, fire, you fire Rick and Kenny. Good first step. Okay, maybe we were actually fucking realizing that this did not work. Go out, find someone outside of you know your little bubble. Do a search. <laughs> Look at one other guy, <laughs> one other person, I should say, because yeah, looking for one other person. But no, they get lazy. 
and Jerry gets his fucking puppet, and Chris Katz is going to get promoted to being GM, and he's going to bring the no porn guy with him too. Yeah, there's your GM, folks. And there's your and, no porn guy. And there's your no porn. Look that flat top, man. Oh my god, it's just too on on point for what that guy is. Um, he's got too, a large key ring with many keys that he carries. Yeah. So it just pisses me off, man. And I tweeted this exact thing. And you two are kind of in it because you guys are do this with you know with me every Wednesday and Mitch too. But I mean, I've been in in the blog podcast game for over a decade i've been a fan of the team since as early as i can fucking remember so much time and energy and money and just everything i have went into not only like try to like be optimistic with this team but like wait and be rewarded for the patience and we kind of we were in 2005 but 2005 every year seems more and more of like a blind squirrel fighting a nut type thing. Like it's just okay. But it just, it really pissed me off, man. I, I can say in all the years of dealing with all the shit, the white flag uh, trades, the fucking shitting the last month of the season to not win the division to blowing, you know, a first, uh, first round series to the A's when your team was cooking to sitting through rebuilds and promises and all this other horse shit. And then they have this chance to start over to make things right. And they take the lazy fucking way and just promote to Chris Getz, who we talked about this last week with Herb on the show. If you can name more than five players in the last seven years, who have come up entirely through the White Sox system that have are a, let's even call it serviceable, major leaguer. Ian, this is such a pointed question towards you. But <laughs> I, you can't. And the man that was in charge of all that shit just got rewarded. Mm-hmm. I, it just, it, it infuriates me to the point where, like, I know usually when I get really mad here, I start yelling and cursing and like, you know, getting right in the face. I'm past that level of mad. Mm-hmm. It goes, if, I mean, uh, it, when Herb Lawrence was on last week, it, the big point that he was bringing up is like, what what makes Chris Getz qualified? Yeah. Like l- looking at his resume, not even that. And I think he, he alluded to like, okay, let's say there's a similar situation, but this was but it was Rick Hahn back in like 2011, 2012 when he got promoted. There were teams, I think it was might have been the Nationals, maybe uh, maybe another team or two that were, maybe not the Nationals, I forget the teams, but there were like teams requesting to interview Rick Hahn. Because like he, yep. he was going to be, the, he was like, he was seen around the baseball industry as like, he could be like a next, a next guy, who could, a young up-and-comer guy, young and up-and-coming guy in a front office. We want to interview him, see what ideas he has, bring him in. Yeah, and, and Herb Lawrence was like, "Okay, if if it was a similar guy like that, uh, you would hate it. You would obviously still hate it because it's still coming from within the organization, which has been the problem. But hey, you give the guy a chance. At least he's wanted elsewhere. So hey, maybe he is at least has that respect. No one's calling for Chris Getz. No, <laughs> no one. No one's calling. No one's calling the White Sox front office to be like, hey, yeah, Chris Getz around. We want to interview. No one. Nobody. 
no I can't I can't be angry though if I'm having a, my heart explodes in my chest. So I'm, I'm not chugging another Red Bull. Uh, I am though in the footsteps of my good pal Beef Loaf drinking some nice wine. Out oh, of this, out of this beautiful, beautiful pinwheels and ivy cup that you can get in our merch store. This wine it's so cold. It's the coldest wine ever. It's beautiful, but. <laughs> I want to talk about something that Ian put in the comments here. He said, the amount of toxicity in the front office, we have no idea what Getz is truly capable of. And I, not, it's not a false statement. It's not wrong. But why would you promote someone that's been a part of this toxicity culture? I was going to say, he's been part of that. He's been why part of that front go, office. Why won't you go outside of that culture to bring someone in? And I, Missy said it. Uh, on Twitter the other day, if I hear another fucking word about the culture, <laughs> I'm going to like Team America. You know the when the puppets like head spins around and puke just sprays everywhere. Yeah. Now I don't know how the Houston Astros did it when they did their complete teardown and then build up back in the early 2010s. I know White Sox fans don't want to hear it from a Cubs fan, but I mean this is all I know. When the Cubs fans like just. Tore it all apart when they brought when they hired Theo Epstein. They brought him in, Jed Hoyer, uh, McLeod. When they brought those guys in, and I think it's a similar situation right now with how the White Sox front office works to how it worked back in like 2011 when Theo mm-hmm. Epstein took over. Was the front office like the inner workings of it were awful? Like there was no attention put to like scouting uh, yeah. uh, Latin America overseas, whatever. The the resources were not being used properly. But <laughs> yeah, the Astros they just reloaded on the trash cans. They got a lot but, of trash cans. Lots. But but what Theo Epstein did when he came in was like, guys, like there was the reason that they sucked for those three years, and he said it right away because he he came in, looked at how the organization was. Guys, there is a lot of work here. We're basically starting from zero. Yep. That's what the White Sox needed here, and that starts by cleaning out everyone who was there. And definitely not and promoting that from within Chris that. Yeah. Who has been one of your player developmental guys, who's been the assistant GM for the past three years, I think, uh, after he was promoted um, his last time. He is. He has been. Maybe he's not the main problem because he wasn't the main like decision maker. But he was. He's been part of the problem. It's. It's also. He's been. He's been part of this shit show uh, for the White Sox for many years as well. So, like, he shouldn't be getting this. And I know you want to be positive, being like, hey, you know, he was a guy lower on the totem pole. Maybe he does have some good ideas. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know I'm not a White Sox fan, but, like, but he just – there. how do you, how do you give that guy the benefit of the doubt? Oh, like, how, I mean, what what has the White Sox shown you to give you that trust of, like, guys, ah, may, like may, maybe he is the guy, though. Like, you why guys would you say you're that? not White Sox fans, but you literally talk about them every Wednesday for the last five years. <laughs> like, you know yeah, what's going like, on. In it's, the, just you like, know? it's just like, it's just like, when it comes to you being a fan following the teams, like, what has the organization done to gain to still have your trust in that their moves I don't know, although, are going to work? I, I've been trying to think of that literally for a fucking week because I can't shake it off my mind. And the answer to that is nothing. Like absolutely fucking nothing. And Chuck, thank you for the super chat. He said, I have made peace with Gats. Give him a chance. We really don't have a choice. Yeah, yeah. At this point, like he's going to be. And the scary part is, I mean, you've said it, Zoe. Mitch has said it. Other guys in our uh, sports mockery, White Sox chat have said it. It's like 
it just he's just going to be Jerry's puppet again. Like cuz Oh, without you're, a doubt. You're getting you're getting a guy who isn't like uh he's not wanted by their team, so you're not going to get the threat of him wanting to leave. No. You, you, <laughs> then that's the major point here. It's like Jerry gets to just okay, we're promoting you. We'll give you a little raise. No no other team is going to come calling for you, Chris. So nope. you're safe here. I'm good with you. You're good with me. And it's just the same circle that we saw the last two decades with yep. Kenny Williams and Rick Hahn. And Drew in the chat says, I'm a White Sox fan because of childhood memories. I ain't leaving the team, but my faith is so low. I mean, I 100% agree with that because, first of all, I don't think I could ever be – big of a fan for another team than I am for the White Sox. It just I can't just turn it off and start over. No. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? I can, honestly, you can't, man. If you if you really truly are like a loyal fan, I can't. I can't you do can't, it. You never tw- switch like to a different I just I can't I can't imagine switching like teams. No, like I, I and I mean I know that's another big converse topic of conversation right now. If if the White Sox were to move to Nashville with folks, by the way, that shit's not happening. Like that's that's, yeah, that's I know it. we had a lot of fun last week. Yeah, yeah. we had fun with it. it. They're not fucking moving to Nashville, but that was the big discussion. They too. have a lot and more I, guns on it. If if the Cubs, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if the White Sox moved to the Nashville, would you still be a Sox fan, or would you become a Cubs fan, or whatever? And I know um, Herb said he'd be a come a Cubs fan, which I was actually kind of surprised by that, but. Mainly out of spite, though. He said, yeah. mainly out of spite to change. But I do respect, you know, Herb just being straight out and being straightforward with it. And I don't think of him as any less of a Sox fan for saying that. I don't think of anybody that says, like, no, as a less of a Sox fan. Where on the flip side of things, of me saying yes, I don't look at myself like, oh, I'm number one super fan. Mm-hmm. The only reason I'm doing I would say yes is because I know myself. And I also know that I can't just flip it off and be like, I'm yeah. not a Sox fan anymore. I know a lot of people some guys that are a little bit older, but that are big Cardinals fans still that live in Chicago yeah, because they were the team in Chicago before the bears. And I mean, it was probably because they watched it with their dad and then that's what happened. And that's kind of what I'm looking at now, but this team, man, it's, it's like being in a fucking, almost like an abusive relationship. Like you just keep getting up and you want it to work and you want it to be great. And you want to give all the faith and everything's going to be great. And then they turn around and just fucking punch you in the nose. And I think I don't think Herb, and I think this is the thing that the feeling about it is, especially knee jerk reaction is like I'm done. You know, he his reasoning was sound. It was because f Jerry, you know. But you know, I think that when that happens, and I think I've seen it with the Raiders because it it took it took a little bit of time, and, and I think we'll see it with the, watch what happens with the Athletics here. I mean, it's not going to happen, but you're going to see the Oakland fans are going to be pissed, and it might take a year or two. And then eventually they drift back because it is something that they've loved their entire life and they, they yep. come back, but they might say, I love you, but I don't like you right now. And I need some time apart and then come back. You know, it's, it, it could be one of those types of relationships. I mean, and I'm sure this has already happened with the Raiders fans. I'm sure you're already seen it with Raiders yep. fans. They're all, they're, and yeah, that's everyone's okay. Now that's the other thing too, that fucking drives me insane with this is these other locations that people are throwing out soldier field, Arlington. High. We are the fucking Southsiders. Oh, Southside's anything south of Madison. No, it's not. I'll just throw that out there right now. Like, that's not... If you put the Bear, or the White Sox mm-hmm. in the Soldier Field Bill. location... Fuck that. That's <laughs> Chicago. Fuck them rich-ass swingers out there, dude. Like, that neighborhood's fucking weird, man. It is what? weird out there. 
Dude. What sucks so much about this in terms of just, I mean, obviously everything else that's happened in the front office decisions being made here. By the way, Dan, Danny Perkins is the one who is the last one to, uh, according to his sources, it, it, that the White happening. Sox are going to uh, announce it on Thursday. Yeah. Uh, so if you're listening on the on our spot on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts, you probably heard the Which, news already on Thursday. Yeah, and if you're listening, uh, that Chris Getz rate, is getting promoted. Rate, but what sucks is so much of like just being a fan of anything baseball. And I always I do have this like just special thing because I like all sports, Chicago sports, and you know. But like baseball is just like uh, for six months. You know, sometimes you get lucky, you get seven months. Is it's just such a daily thing. It's a day in, day out. The team is playing, you know, 162 uh, times in six months. You're basically getting a game almost every single day. It's such a part, it becomes such a part of you and mm-hmm. your identity that, but like we do, sports are supposed to be something that you enjoy that at the end of the day, you want to feel good about, right? You're not all, your teams aren't always going to win. And obviously, they're not always going to win a championship, but you at least want to feel more joy than being crummy all the time. And right now, it just seems everything for the past, and now it's going to be what? Since the two straight years of just crummy, crumminess. And then you get the news of, oh, well, they're, they're promoting Chris Getz. And you're like, well, so 2024, they're not going to be good. And then you think after that, you're like, all right, free, free agency. But wait, the Sox don't spend a lot in free agency. It's so like, What's 2025 going to well, look like? The only way they're going to start spending a lot in free agency is if Jerry just has one of those, I'm going out, so here's the checkbook. That's the only, but like, the, but. <laughs> but then you can argue he's just being cheap promoting with it. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Oh, I know. So, so like, it's, <laughs> oh, man. only play under like 30 seconds of yeah, the song. No, you, have to, you, you can play. You can play the song, but cut it after every three seconds. Yeah, like <laughs> three-second chops of the song. Yeah, chop it. Keep chopping it up uh, every three seconds. The reason why he's playing the song. All right, cut it, cut it. Uh, Fizz is playing. There's the no way Pedro Grafal knows the title. <laughs> right. Uh, Missy said the team song, Landslide by Fleetwood Mac. Uh, yeah, I mean, so, all right, we've, we've talked about how the player development has been shit. And we still wonder why this guy has been promoted. There's another, like, way more serious reason why this promotion is mind-blowing. This is a guy that when Omar Vizquel was fired for sexually harassing a bat boy who had autism. Yeah, yeah, people forget the whole facts about all that. But this is what Chris Getz said when asked about Omar after he left. Listen, Omar, ultra-talented player, very good instructor, created a good environment for our players, Gets continued. We just felt with where things are at, our player development system, that it was time to go separate ways, but not only for himself, but for the organization as well, and we wish Omar well. He was a positive influence while he was here. End of quote. And if you're just catching it now, that is what new White Sox GM Chris Getz was saying about a man that had a lawsuit filed against him for by a bat boy with autism due to him being targeted for sexual harassment because of his disability. We didn't even talk about Wes Helms yet. I was about to say, because I remember our 
I saw his name tweeted this week when, you know, Chris Getz was being talked about, and I'm like, wait, what did Wes Helms do? And I'm like, oh, he was also on the coaching staff. Yes. And then he was – he was, I think after that, he was up at AAA coaching AAA, and then he was fired after. Yep. Like a year or two later. And in this time where social media pretty much runs everything and people get canceled and news is so available and all this stuff – why the fuck would you do this to yourself? Why would you promote this guy that has this tag all over him? Because just a real asshole. And I mean, you just went through all the stuff with when you picked up Clevenger. You know, you've seen all this shit back and forth. And I, this is just the PR side of it. I'm not even talking about just the fucking be a decent person side of things. How are you just overlooking this shit and thinking that your fan base is going to be like, oh, okay. I, I have yet to meet one person that can justify this or hear one person that justify this being the, the move to make. Now, I, yeah. two years from now, if we're sitting here and the White Sox are gearing up to, you know, finish the season as division winners because Gats went out and built a contender, I'm still going to call him a fucking scumbag, but he's a scumbag that was good at his job. Like, yeah, I think, I think at this point, I mean, I'm not like all deep in White Sox Twitter, but I – the only like charge of like, hey, maybe Chris Getz could be good. It's just, it's just pure, it's just pure hope, hopefulness. That's, that, and that's, that's just that's, it. That's, that's all. It is. That is literally what the White Sox has left us with. Yeah, it's, it's just, like hopefully all, he's the all guy. we can do right now is just hope. And you put that in one hand and shit in the other, and see which one fills up first. You know what I mean? It's just, it's disgusting. It's despicable. It's fucking aggravating. And it is literally just a square, took two steps back, wound up, and just kicked you right in the fucking twig and two berries. And I know, and I know, obviously, Chris Getz is going to get the major headlines uh, this week with the uh, with the promotion coming. Mm-hmm. The other, the other bit of news, I know I did the Photoshop of uh, Dayton Moore, but if yeah. that part also becomes true, and you're he just, comes in. You're not even pouring gasoline on the fire. You're throwing the tank in the middle of the yeah, fire. Yeah, because like the way that was characterized was like, oh, they have a, fa- a father-son relationship. Uh, <laughs> Dayton Day, Day Moore Day will come in, and he'll be able to you know, get advice in. <laughs> what? What? What the hell is that? Why can't, you, why can't the White Sox ever just be fucking normal? Why can't they just have a clear set of this guy is in charge, He's yeah. doing this. This guy is at this position. He is in charge of this. Why does it always have to be weird? And Daryl Boston still works normal, for the White Sox. You know, normal functioning, like professional team. Yeah, maybe we go get a guy that doesn't have a fucking record or <laughs> doesn't hire fucking sexual predators and call them good influences. I mean, I I, I feel like I'm not asking for a lot there. Like that's it. I, I really like, do. We talked about it last week with Herb Lawrence, like because we're, we're mainly addressing the Bob Nightingale report, who like had it right away. It's like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> don't hold your breath, White Sox fans. You're getting Chris yeah. Getz, and we're like, uh, wait, I thought they're going to do a search. Right. There, there was never a search. It was just Han, you're gone. Kenny, you're gone. Who's yeah. next up? They didn't even put on the facade. Like, like yeah, they didn't no. even like inter- fake interview people or anything. They, uh, <laughs> Could have just like that's the thing. They didn't even have to fake interview. Like you could have had the appearance that you were searching. Wait until the off season. Wait like yep. one month, 
Like just yeah. wait one day after the regular season and then announce it. You Sox fans would still be rightfully pissed off and still right. stop no matter what. But at least you could just be like, oh, like we we were we were searching around the leagues. Yeah, uh, they didn't even do the dog and pony show. They didn't do anything. They did like, It's been one week. <laughs> for for five minutes, Mike Rizzo's name got brought up, and then the Nationals were just like, no, fuck that extension. No, like, that's <laughs> that tweet. That tweet from John Morosi. I I didn't put it in the chat, but I immediately thought, oh, Rizzo's just trying to get this to get a couple extra money or yep. a couple extra bucks from the Nationals. He was just using the White Sox as leverage. Yep, that's all that was. And I just, I mean, there's one common denominator in everything we just talked about for the first hour of this show. And it's Jerry Reinsdorf. Jerry Reinsdorf. <laughs> I mean, the man is literally standing in the eye of the tornado right now, just watching this world go fucking a million miles an hour around him and not giving a fuck. But, like, they didn't, at this point, I would have even liked that they, like, took two interviews just to do it. And then we're like, all right, Chris Gatz. What is one month of Chris Gatz going to do for him? Like you said, I'll wait till the offseason. Just like because that's the thing. You know Chris Gatz isn't going anywhere. Like no. he's your fallback option. Okay. Like no it one's sucks, try to like steal he's your fallback him. option. Okay. But go out and get ideas from other yeah, interview. Yeah, just interview just get to hear ideas. somebody else's like perspective. Yeah. Like it's 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 that's as much a part of the process as like anything is you're garnering new information about other franchises too. Right. I'd like sit down. Hey Mr. Feds, thank you for coming in for the interview. Let's say you get this position. What's the first thing you do? Yeah, like what like, would just, be your free agent plan? I mean this is your budget, what are you doing? It's not like you guys got this shit figured out. Your team's the fucking laughing stock of the goddamn league. Probably wouldn't hurt to get a little, you know, insider advice from some people. And no, I don't, I think uh, the guy who's a really good artist on White Sox Twitter, Tom Paints. Tom. That guy, yeah, that guy's awesome. But he tweeted out something like, what could Chris Getz do with his first move uh, that would help gain your trust? And I think I saw the best answer. Fire himself? Yeah, resign. Yeah. Yeah, resign. like d- 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 already show that you're better at quitting than Rick Hahn. Like, yeah. no, guys, guys, I am not qualified. I- yeah. I'm resigning. Yeah, I I replied sign Otani, but an injured pitcher. Real? No. I'm just yeah. <laughs> I mean, what a fucking robot that guy is. Guy's injured. And he's just like, all right, fine, I won't pitch, but I'm still gonna right, hit like, 500 foot bombs for you. Yep. <laughs> I just think that's fucking. So, shit, so other than signing Otani, what could he do? I mean, there is just <laughs> so lovely of a question, Aldo, and you know it too. And I saw your reaction when well, you no. said that. Uh-huh. I think because look, uh-huh. well, it, it's not well, like here, it's, it's not like Cubs fans were all. This like, is what he's. This is what he. When Jed Hoy- <laughs> this is what he's dealing with right now. So this is what he's coming into. It looks like a bad like. What is that word game? Yeah. So he's got Wordle. <laughs> so so next year he's basically starting with Vontier Makata. Uh, Robert Bentendi, Aloy, Kopik, season Hendricks. Well, asterisk with Hendricks. Yeah, well, yeah I think it'll Tommy be John. He's not I think he'll be back, but I mean, catcher. All right, you just went out and you got a couple catchers wheeling and dealing, and the only one that's really ready right now is Corey Lee. Hey, he walks. Yeah, and walks. I mean, Yaz is gonna walk. Off the team that didn't mean to do it like Don't that. Don't forget about Seb. Seb. Seb is there. Carlos uh, Perez. Also there. But you look at that. The White Sox have needed a second baseman since fucking Ray Durham. 
or Tadahito. You bet your ass I'm going to be throwing some Nick Magical trade proposals. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I'm already waiting for it. And then, Wait, no, Colton Wong. You guys are going to sign Colton Wong. There you go. I don't doubt that. That Colton sounds Wong's like a very White Sox move. Uh, and then, okay, so you got TA on a contract here, which I also saw someone being like, oh, look at TA's second half stats. White Sox are definitely going to pick it up now. Well, they're going to bring He's $14 million. They're going to bring it back and ha- let him play on a prove it year. For 14 mil? Fuck yeah. Mankata. You got Mankata for a year and an option. Uh, I guess your right fielder is going to be Colas. Uh, by default, maybe you go and get someone, but he's <laughs> just throwing that out there. Hunter I know Renfro? I, I asked for a lot of crazy shit. I know that. Here's what I've asked for so far. A fucking hiring with a guy that isn't a scumbag that is qualified for the position that's not been in the cesspool for fucking 10 years. And maybe a second baseman and a right fielder. Maybe uh, a starting pitcher or two. Or three. Uh, you have yeah. <laughs> Luis Robert. That's your, that's your Spirituality. rock. God, if you listen, help! He's... Uh, Robert, who, that's your, I mean, that's. Star, your franchise. Yeah, that's your franchise. Uh, you gave Ben Tenney the bag already, so whatever. You got Aloy on another year with two years of option behind it. All I need from Aloy for this last month is just really fucking focus on his at-bats. Take a I was going to say, don't get injured or stretch. Or, stretch right. pregame. And then <laughs> you're going into the season with your starting pitching being Copic and Cease. No respect for your Schultons. Schulton, no. He he was better this week against Baltimore. He, he bounced back after that tragic start against the A's. Yeah, I mean, he'll probably be out. He'll, and like then he's going to be your fifth star. He's the fact that rotation. people are banking on Davis Martin coming oh, back yeah. from Tommy John and being in that rotation. It's just mind-blowing what we've been forced to resort to. <laughs> I, I'm being fucking dead serious right now. Like, you literally are like, how's Davis Martin doing? Like, who gives – why the fuck should we care? Oh, my goodness. I mean, hold on. I need this picture. Just relax. <laughs> When, you would call that a hodgepodge, would you not? It's a hodgepodge. Yes, that is a hodgepodge. hodgepodge roster. That is a hodgepodge. The, I mean, so, so the White Sox <laughs> entered 2023 looking to compete to to be in the playoffs. So and the Shul- although Schultz is on a one year deal, they got to resign him. Ooh, they, he's gonna be. He's gonna have suitors. <laughs> isn't he like? Isn't he 30 years old? Yes, he made his debut. This year, he was 29. Um, the White Sox entered 2023 looking to compete, try to win the division. They had zero starting depth behind their start five starting rotation. None. Five starting rotation pitchers. The the depth guys were Davis Martin, who got who was who was pitching well oh, at AAA. Got, so shout out two, to him. Then he got Tommy John. Tukey's our one. And so then Schultz yeah, and then now Tukey. Yep. Tukey and Ooh. his meatballs that he throws up every inning will show back up. Uh yeah. That's what you – so you're bringing up a guy who is arguably unqualified for the position and handing him a bag of shit and telling him to turn it into gold. And expecting you not, him. Expecting him. <laughs> and you will not admit that you're rebuilding. This is – remember, they multi, they've said multiple times this is not a rebuild. This Which, by the way, also on top of that, you the other little nugget that I think was swept under the rug because just of all the front office news that was going around, like Pedro Gafol is back. He's he's coming back. Well, why not? 
Like he's he's Nightingale was like and expect Pedro Griffol back. Do you and see why? how much? Why Pedro Griffol, Kansas City Royals coaching staff? When Dayton Moore was the GM with the Royals, who hired Chris Getz after he retired from baseball and gave him mm-hmm. his first front office job with the Royals? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just they're like, yeah, that's why they're going to be the. That's why we have this, the National Wide Royals. Just like just the incompetence. And have you? I mean, I'm sure you haven't, but have you been paying attention to Pedro's like interviews, like his less and less? But I, I saw the last one. I think I, I saw Missy uh, being like, "Please stop saying culture," because I think yeah, it, well, wasn't that, that one of his last ones. That is again, and I mean, it's almost like he's got like a an earpiece in, and they're telling him what culture, to say. Culture, yeah, culture. he is Pedro. One hundred percent, just not even drinking the Kool Aid, man. He's making it. He's bathing in it, showering. You know, like he is the Kool Aid man right now because that's a man that they probably told, "Fucking get on board, or you're gone." And I mean, you can't blame the guy. That's his money. Well, I think I like, think the, yeah. uh, I think I did see the, one of the last quotes was uh, this series in Baltimore. I think Colas missed the cutoff man a couple times, yep. and he's like, you know, we're still looking to improve. Um, we gotta always focus on the little things. We we can't miss the cutoff, man. It's mm-hmm. it's about to be September. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about, man? How, why <laughs> why don't you have this discussion February fifteenth? So, <laughs> and then on that point, and I know I mentioned it a couple episodes ago. If that's the case, just don't play Yaz anymore. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> don't play Gavin Sheets anymore. If you're trying to see what you got, I know they called up Corey Lee, but like, bring up some other kids, man. They they brought up Corey Lee. They sent down Carlos Perez, who is hitting a lot better yep. than Yasmina Grandal. And I know Yasmina Grandal, uh, veteran guy, that guy hasn't cared about no. your fucking team in like in two years. No. He doesn't care about mentoring the young guys anymore. Get him no. off your team. Yeah, he allegedly. Why is he still on your team? And why are you still playing him? Yeah, like it was perfect, and not perfect. Like you never want to see you guys hurt. But Sebi, Sebi got hurt. But hey, he he's took a deep dive there. Um, yeah. He wasn't good anymore. So like, okay, that open playing time for Carlos Perez, one of your young prospects. Like, hey, maybe he's not a highly touted guy, but see what you got. His young player is catching. He's earned his shot. Yep. You have a veteran. You're out of the race. That's it. It doesn't matter. The, the season's the, over. The wins. The wins do not yeah. matter, dude. See, see, you're young guys. Why are you sending Carlos Perez down and still playing as Mike Grandal? Like what? You you did you sent down Zach Remlard and he 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 wasn't. I again. I didn't. Uh, that was such a fluke. But yeah. at least he was hustling. Uh, he was doing something. The you have Colas, he's he has he's hits a he's been better, still not good, but okay, who cares? At this right. point, the results, the winning and losses don't matter. You just want to see some improvement day to day at bats. You want to take the little wins in player development, Chris gets. Uh so see your young guys up here, not your 34-year-old, 35-year-old veteran guys who aren't gonna be on the team next year. Why is Elvis Andrews playing? What? Why? He's a leader. 
it's just it's just it seems like they're just like on pause with every kind of like strategical move right now at this point they're just kind of like just status quo it's just incompetence across the board top to bottom and then like pedro has to pedro has to walk everything back because i think like right after the trade deadline he did say like oh we're you know we we have to we're playing our guys because we're trying to win it's like you're what the hell are you talking about dude and then a couple guys uh, leave and he's like oh well you know we're bringing in some young guys we're we're you know we're focusing on the development <laughs> it's just oh man it, it does remind me of like we went to this period where like when jed horror was like oh, it's not really a rebuild to retool or you know we're trying to win like uh oh, you you weren't you really weren't but, like fine we we finally got over that that hump that hill but like it, that's we're back to like twenty twenty summer twenty twenty one summer Cubs here with the Sox, and it seems a lot worse. Like it's just it's terrible, man. You're, they're they're not they're literally just not doing anything right. I mean, if it wasn't for Luis Robert having a awesome season, yeah, and that's the danger of because I, I know a lot of fans want to see like oh well if you have a star you can win but like baseball is just so much different than other sports no we go you, back to the angels yeah like in football you know you have 11 guys but if you have a star quarterback you know you can still win some games because that's yeah. just such an important position nba there's only five guys on in your starting lineup but baseball yeah you said mike trout i mean they have two fucking guys two all 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 time guys and because of their incompetent front office they haven't mm-hmm. been above 500 in a decade like so, yeah. just yeah, having Lee Robert, it, like it's a good start. Him, good job, great job. Yeah, yep. You have a lot of work. You have no starting pitching. Michael Kopech can't pitch past four innings. Dylan sees uh, just stopped caring or sucks. One of the one of the two, which both, both aren't good. Yeah, combination. Yeah, yeah. your your number three starter is a twenty nine year old rookie. Like Tuki to Tucson is your four. What? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I do think this is an interesting kind of situation for Sox fans too, though, is one of the things about losing is that it does reveal a lot about an individual um, and their resilience. You can see them at rock bottom and at least know what you're going to get. So as you're kind of observing these guys over the course of the season, especially and just all the stuff that's played out, and even as you head out into, you know, this September, look at how guys are playing the game. Like get a, get a feel for how they're, how is someone playing when they are at this like rock bottom moment and you can see what, at least at their worst, what you're getting with each and every one of these guys. And I think that's something that fans sometimes you don't want to turn your head. This is one of, one of the things I love about Chicago sports fans in general. We don't really turn our heads. We, we know that if you want to enjoy the successes as rare as they come, you've got to be on there for the, the shit stains too. And so pay attention to the guys and see which guys can handle, you know, you guys are telling on themselves right now in a mm-hmm. lot of ways. You want to know who you can fight and count with, count on, and right now is when you really should be watching which of these guys are going out there competing every day. And look at Luis Robert. I'm going to say that right now. Yeah, he's showing it. And keep an eye on the guys that are still fighting out there for nothing but fighting because they love the game, they respect the game, and they play hard no matter the circumstance because they know they're playing for the fans too. Yeah, I've seen a couple of people say, you know, Luis Roberts has been asked and answered multiple times like do you consider yourself a leader on this team because that's a big deal now because everybody wants to know what the fuck's going on in their locker room but Luis has always said no like I'm not a very vocal guy but the thing is he is leading because huh? you've been saying this for a while and I totally agree with you he he is leading but he's leading by example because this is as bad as it can get huh? and he's going out there putting up you know 
MLB all all league team fucking numbers. You know, I, I mean, I'll take, a, I'll take a leader by example over a honking donkey all day. And long. one other thing though too is um, Tim Anderson's been. I will give him a lot of credit because he's been doing his thing too in the second half of the season with all the shit that he's gone through with the fight and everything else like that. But like, I know he's not putting up all-star numbers or anything like that, but he definitely has not quit. You know, you don't see him half-ass and shit. Uh, Herb, Herb alluded to it, alluded to it uh, last week, but I think obviously you, you hated to see that moment, that fight, the embarrassment that, that it was. But maybe a guy like that did need to hit rock bottom. Maybe that was his rock bottom. I think Herb said, like, hey, <laughs> like Tim, Tim Anderson, he he rose so high on uh, such a, you know, after struggling. So he had that chip on his shoulder. Like, oh, I was doubted, you know, and then he became a star. Mm-hmm. And then things, you know, went sideways for him off the field, on the field. And then he got humbled. He got humbled, like, on national stage there went everywhere got humbled maybe that's what he needed unfortunately it, it went down how it did yeah got humbled it made him refocus you're, I mean, you're hoping at least for a white Sox fan yep for for that to be the case hey, rocky yeah, got, got knocked out in rocky three he lost the title to clever lang sometimes you got to get knocked down to get back up for a second and i think that's what's good for tim anderson is he 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 got he got hit in a lot of different ways he didn't just get hit in the face he 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 was probably over that in like two seconds, but right. the, 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 uh, the you know, memes, the, the, the social everything, media, yeah, the, everything. Stuff. the ego stuff is like, that's the stuff that hurts the worst. And he's hitting that. And so for him, it's a humbling experience because he kind of was on the other end of it. He got, he was the punk, not the punk. Word. Are the White Sox going to have dog day at the park? Cause uh, <laughs> people might get some ideas. Oh, oh shit. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. They're going to have to start wanting the dogs. Oh my God. Uh, I did want to, I did want to bring up one thing to the Chris Gats, you know, what could he do? And it's not so much to what, what could he do to earn your trust? But, I am interested in seeing what he does with the, you know, like the core group that the White Sox currently have, because mm-hmm. it became, again, I can only compare what I know. The when Jed Hoyer took over, it became very clear very soon who his guys were, because he took over after twenty twenty or okay. that twenty twenty season, traded you Darvish immediately, so you knew you knew heading into two thousand twenty one, the Cubs were competing in quotes but you know the rotation was fucked from the beginning mm-hmm. um they they were set up to fail because like you know, they're gonna they're gonna rebuild whatever but who were the guys that he kept nico horner you know at the time justin Steele was barely coming up he made his debut in the second half in 2021 he's developed developed now into a legit scion candidate uh around the field you know ian happ Ian Happ was still given a chance to prove himself, and he did. He earned himself an extension this year. Uh, who else around the field? I think th- those are the two major guys. I mean, I know Patrick Wisdom came up in 2021, but he's like a bench player right now. He's, mm-hmm. he's a backup. Now that they're competing and trying to be good. So there's just two main guys, Ian Happ and Nico Horner. Everybody else is traded. Like the core guys, Contreras, I know that they're, they kept him around, but they were trying to trade him. They yep. didn't get it done. Uh, and then that summer, Bryant, Rizzo, and Baez were all gone. Um, who does Chris Getz like? So obviously, the no-brainer, Luis Robert. Well, yeah, you're, you're keeping him. So yeah. the question then moves on: How much does he believe in Andrew Vaughn's development? Th- does he believe that he's a long-term structure? 
uh, Juan Mancada, obviously the questions. Now, the weird part with Mancada is that he does have the option for 25. So 2024 could help. It's a, it's a prove it deal. It's basically a, it's, it's like a contract here for Mancada, basically. Yep. The same Thank thing you. with TA, uh, Eloy to a lesser extent. Um, cause I think he has two option years after he does. Um, so it'll be interesting to see because I think there's going to be the the rumors are going to be out there in the offseason who's on the trade block. And I think we already saw that a little bit this past year or during the summer. It's like, oh, there's only four untouchables. But were those Rick Hans untouchables? Were those Kenny Williams untouchables? Yeah. Or was how does Chris Getz feel about those guys? Because I think Andrew Vaughn was on the list, Luis Robert, obviously, Cease, and Eloy. Yeah. And I'm very curious. Andrew Vaughn's going to really be popular in Nashville. (laughs) I can see it. Um, But that's the thing, too. Like, what kind of rope does Guts have? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. Because, like, if he gets, if he goes to Jerry, hypothetical, and he goes, I need time here. The organization is fucked. Yep. Ignore that I was part of the problem. Ignore, ignore that I've been here the whole ignore time. Ignore that I've yeah. I've been head of player development for the past seven years, um, and the player development has been dead. Um, I'm going to need time to retool, everyone's favorite word, retool the roster, make some mm-hmm. trades here, get best returns for some of these guys. Because, I mean, they, they have... They, the lack of the lack of depth in the in the pitching staff that they have right now. I know they made the, they made those trades this last month, and they got some quality guys. It seems, but still, those guys are what like two years away, a year away, maybe on best case scenario, and they're going to be rookies when they're called up. That means innings limit. That means like they're not going to be they're not going to be going deep a lot. Like like 2024 again. I they I don't think they're going to compete 2024. No. God no. 2025. Uh, That's the other thing, though, too. Like, you're losing Cease after 2024. Like, but then does Dylan Cease, is he actually not good? Like, what? I don't, it's so fucked right now. Oh, shit. Nice. Nostrini got promoted to AAA. There That's you go. There's, there's a guy. And then with Mania, yeah, there's, there are like some guys there. Yeah. There are some guys like there. But like, how does Gets feel about the guys up right now right. at the MLB level? Like, does he does he be like, hey guys, it's Luis Robert and all of you, you're out of here, mm-hmm. or does he keep on? Does he keep Eloy? Eloy is just such a he's the guy I've been thinking about. Is like, I'm on the fence still with Eloy. I don't, I just yep. don't know what to make of him yet. Yeah. And then he's the one guy. Mancada, he can go. Andrew Vaughn, I think he's fine, but if he's traded, I don't think that would be the worst thing. But it's Eloy, just, man, and uh, also. Like if you look, and we've mentioned it a couple times on this show, this year's free agent class, Bad. besides Otani, <laughs> fucking sucks. Like it it's is Otani butt cheeks on butt. It's like star- starting butt pitching. I get starting pitching. You can get some guys, mm-hmm. but put, if you're looking for like to add impact bats, the li- we we went through the middle infield or like second base last last week or a couple weeks ago. It's bad. Yeah. Like Elvis Andrews is like, like the third best guy in second base. It's I so I don't know I don't know what the fuck. That's why I was surprised that Ian Happ did agree to the extension that he did. I mean he got a pretty good payday, twenty million dollars a year, but he was going to be a legit like top five position player in free agency just because so, of the lack of quality. 
complete unrelated note, just an awesome thing that just happened. Orlando Arcia for the Braves just hit a two-run homer. That's a franchise record, 250 home runs for the Braves this year, and it's August 30th. Jesus. They're good. The Dodgers and them, that's a... Yeah, ball go far, team go far. Yes. People forget. That that many balls go that many far. I mean, that's cheese. And also, Ronald Acuna could be a 30-60 guy. He is. I think, yeah, yeah, he's already there. Oh, I didn't know he already did it. I mean, get really hot, hit 10 home runs in the month of July, it could be 40-60. Yeah, I mean, that's insane. But... Yeah, right now, just 30? Yeah, I don't know. I'm just... It just sucks, man. I don't know. Like, I know I even thought that I was going to come on here screaming and yelling, getting right in the face and shit like that. But, it, I mean, anyone that's been in a fight, anyone that's lost a fight, and anyone that's been in a fight and tells you they've never lost a fight, they're fucking lying to you. But anyone that's lost, this is just how you feel. Like, you just feel beat down. You yeah, just, uh, Rick Hahn. Yeah. Hey. Sox fans aren't actually happy, it turns out, when your team no. sucks and fails. No. no. They're not happy that they're right, that you fucking suck. And you can't say shit like, talk to me after the parade, and the money will be spent, and mirrored in mediocrity. Wow, man. I've never heard Chris get speak. What is his his tone going to be? Hopefully, the first thing he says is... Baritone, maybe? White Sox Twitter is not a cesspool. That'd be hilarious if he said that. Like, love you guys. Please don't By the me. way, how how often has uh, Rick Hahn been commenting on Twitter, uh, being like Chris Getz oh, sucks? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just burners, just burners. But also, like, what was I just gonna say? Do you know how frustrated I am? How many memes I have to remake now? <laughs> I mean, I literally have a folder. Mola Han. I have not- an I have an album in my phone titled Kenny and Rick memes and videos. Oh no. Well, hopefully they're just quick fixes, and Chris Getz just runs the same playbook. Well, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not really expecting much different. So I think I can just like take their head out and put in Chris Getz's head, and we'll be fine. Just add a flat top to it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, the the other part I was gonna say just on the how White Sox fan, fans feel, and the worst part is what teams hate. I assume maybe the White Sox, maybe Jerry doesn't fucking care. I, 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 I oh, mean, kind of shows that he, it kind of shows that he doesn't. What do you mean, maybe? <laughs> But it's you're you're getting to a point you're getting back to a point where you're just getting the apathy from the fans mm-hmm. where and that's where just no one cares, just no one cares. You're not yeah. even getting the anger the anger anymore. I I honestly think people are going to games just to like hang out with their friends. Like there's no like I'm there to watch <laughs> the game. It's just like oh they're they're it's a get together. I mean, yeah, it's our at, boys. It's at the Sox. Uh, yeah, I mean go because our boys over at Chicago Sports Bomb throw fucking epic tailgates. Like and by go, the way, you can get in that. for like a dollar. Yeah, go enjoy that. Like, that's good times, man. Go hang out with good people and enjoy that. But once you get into the game, after the hour wait going through bogus metal detectors, you're not there to fucking watch baseball because the product on the field's fucking garbage. It's just like meeting up with your friends at happy hour now at this point. It really is, with a baseball game happen to be going on in the middle of it. Yep. Which like, is good. It, it, that's how you cope. That's the it's cope. It's like you're at a bar, but, like, you're you're at a stadium. That's, yeah, that's what it's become now. It's not a TV. It's it's just the actual yeah. game. I mean, it sucks, dude. It really. You want to go where everybody knows you But again, if you're not following in their belly fat, the uh, Chicago sports bums they do throw one yeah. fucking hell of a tailgate, and that man Dougie 
that man's got some skills, man. He, I know he's a, a plumber, but holy shit. In another life, he must have been a cook. That man's got skills. But, no joke. He, uh, there was a beer that I tried at a birthday party last weekend or maybe two weekends. And I think it's something he chugged. He might've been one of the ones that he chugged mm-hmm. and I had a little bit of it. And, uh, yeah, no, mm-mm. Mm-mm. I, I, I had just like the tasters of it. It really and, is. This is weekly therapy. I mean, yeah, I got all fucking, your mother. I got all hot and bothered earlier. Really I had kind of a shitty day at work and I knew we was coming on to talk about this. I just stopped everything I was doing and just went to the driving range and fucking swung a golf club as hard as I can. Tell me, <laughs> how does Jerry remind you of your father? No, my dad's cool. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean. Are you familiar with this? It is what it is. And meanwhile, the team on the other side of town hey, has yeah. fucking, they're wild. They, right now, if the season ended, they're your wild card. Yep. The, and it doesn't look like they're slowing down. I mean, so this what, past week, the Cubs played three game series against the Brewers. The I, I tell you what, I've been comparing the Brewers to the Cleveland Guardians for the past, past couple of years. Mm-hmm. And ha- I'm te- um, uh, hats off to me because there's no perfect comparison. <laughs> hats off to me. Hats off to me. <laughs> hats tip to myself. I stand they're, correct. I stand they're correct. They're so fucking annoying to play against, which respect to them. I think that we always talk about like hating teams, but like there comes a point you hate them because they're good. They're pesky because mm-hmm. are are they a lot more talented than you know other teams? Probably not. But they, but they play good fucking baseball. Yeah, it is annoying as hell. But these these three games, uh, the first one was a stinker. Jameson Tyon just shit the bed again. But as I tweeted after they won on Wednesday. The good Cubs pitchers were just better than the good Brewers pitchers. Cubs beat Corbin Burns and Brandon Woodruff back-to-back days. And, I mean, it took every bit of good pitching from Justin Steele in the bullpen and then Kyle Hendricks and then the bullpen again. They did blow it, but offense came through in the eighth. Mm -hmm. That's the best, by the way. Hendricks has looked against a good-hitting team in a long time, too. Like he's. I I looked it up. Kyle Hendricks has a... 3-7-1 3-7-1 ERA in 45 innings against uh, winning teams. I, nice. I didn't look up how good their offense has been, but at least he's been showing up uh, for the Good hitting part. teams is what I'm more yes. about. Um, but like as low, and this goes back to being a fan, enjoying the good times, because as low as it was two summers ago, oh man, how great does it feel to just watch meaningful baseball, to care mm-hmm. to to sit down on, a, you know, we're out in here, West Coast time, and it's like 5 p.m. when the games start. Uh, but sitting down right around dinner time and then just strapping in those seatbelts for two and a half hours because every pitch matters in every single game, especially these division divisional mm-hmm. opponent games. Mm-hmm. And, and this and the, is all these one run games. Oh my god! And this is this is an exceptional stretch for the Cubs too. Through September, what is it? September twelfth, is it or September tenth? Uh, yeah, I think they, they I think play the incredible weekend. slate, and it's all competitive baseball. It's all com- and so into September, you're getting like that's the thing. Cubs, Wrigley, Cubs did September, have a cupcake. Uh, Cubs had a cupcake schedule like end of July, parts mm-hmm. of August. 
if they get into the playoffs, they're going to be earning it. <laughs> like they're <laughs> facing teams that are trailing them right behind in the wild card race. They're going to have three more against the Brewers at the end of the season. Um, to Close maybe that determines the division or not. Uh, I think right before that they play the Braves. Braves. Which, God damn it! Yeah, <laughs> I hope only- I hope the Braves clinch the top spot. On a so positive, they-, they do roll into that series after six with the, the with the Pirates and the Rockies okay, in that okay. final week of the season. So that, that they're gonna they're Where gonna. Where is make- that Rockies series? Um, I think it's in Chicago. Okay, and then Atlanta and Milwaukee are on the road. It looks like. All right. I was yeah. gonna say because because that could get tricky because you can still be a good pitching team and go to Colorado and can get yeah no it can get fucking bad out in Colorado or not here there regularly but uh so right out of the Cubs they finished August eighteen and nine I think they've had a winning record in every month except for May uh they're nine games above five hundred three games behind the Brewers uh I think what are they like one game ahead for the second wild card they're three games behind the Phillies for the top wild card. I wrote back in <laughs> I wrote back in either it was either late May or early June when I mean May they were playing like shit and then early June is when they got swept by the Angels. And I said at the time because again at that time they were looking dreadful. I think they were 24 and 31 heading into June. I was like and that's what I kept saying like you don't have to be a good team to can be in the division because at the time everybody fucking sucked. The Pirates were in first place. We've right. seen how bad the Pirates have been. The Reds and were up like, there too, right? Neck yeah, and, neck. and it's like all you have to be is just like be around 500 and you're going to be in the in the mix. Stop playing like assholes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, at this point, the way they're playing, I don't see it turning it around. But then they they finally realized we're the Cubs. We made mistakes in free agency. Mm-hmm. Well, all right, we can get rid of the bad players. <laughs> they got rid of. They finally got rid of you know Trey Mancini, Tucker Barnhart, uh, Hosmer after April. Um. Now, I mean, they can't really do it with Tyone because that's that's another three year a three year commitment there. But it's getting to the point where you're like, "Hey, Ben Brown, are you healthy in September? Because because we, we might need you." Because James and Tyone is just so annoying. He had he's had seven good starts and four absolutely bad starts, or five absolutely bad starts in that twelve game stretch. He, yeah. but the seven were against non winning teams. The you know what part is just like. Because, I mean, I think on Monday he pitched six innings. He gave up four or five runs. And I think only three of them were earned because – or whatever it was because there were some yeah, errors early on. Yeah. But I, the pitches that he makes, it's just everything is down the middle. Down the middle. Oh, two, oh, two counts. So, oh, two counts over and over. And it's not just, oh, teams get singles. It's like, oh, two counts, 440-foot home run. That's what happened on uh, on Monday. To, I think that was the Marcana home run. Just 0-2 right down the middle. Yeah, what do you expect, dude? What do you expect? And it's just like, guy, figure guy. something out. Guy. What are hey, you, guy. Hey, is guy. he talking about how his fastball doesn't have the same run as uh, as he wants it to be? Uh, are you Are you working on it? Are you okay? Stop throwing the fastball so much then. Go to your other pitch. Work for Lance Lynn. Uh, <laughs> but I do want to talk about, because you guys got a little uh, little early Christmas present. You called this kid up, and he just absolutely, I mean, didn't his first batter hit it, like, on fucking out of Jordan, the ballpark? Jordan Wicks called up, 2021 first rounder. Uh, mm-hmm. Has been 
pretty good this year at double A, then has been at triple A since the end of May, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, lefty, great changeup. If you've been oh, if you've been watching was, if you've been watching yeah, yeah. his minor league starts, you know that the MLB or you know that his changeup has been MLB ready basically since he came out of college. It's Just the other pitches shit. needed work, and he's gotten there eventually. Yep. Now again, it's one start. It was against the bad team, the Pirates. Hey, but the composure. That's what I want to look for in in guys, and it's something I saw in Justin Steele when he first came up, that even when guys may not have their best stuff early, how do they hang in there? Can they make pitches to get out of trouble? Now, Jordan Wicks took that to another level because he was just dominant because he went, uh, I think it was first pitch ball, second pitch home run, 1-0 Pirates, next pitch, line drive single up the middle, next batter, like a four or five pitch walk. But but in that bat, and this is we talked. I, I actually sent a message when this was happening. He actually went two zero. He fell behind two zero in the count to and, Connor Joe, right? Uh, to Connor Joe, and so Connor Joe. If it, it, in this situation against a rookie, there's no reason to swing at this pitch in any way, shape, or form. Jordan Wicks throws a ball down, not not a strike. Jordan uh, Connor Joe swings and misses, so it should be a three zero count. He actually struck Connor Joe out then on the next two pitches. Didn't throw a single ball in the zone the entire at bat. So a struggling rookie in his first major league start, Connor Joe goes up there just swinging at everything and strikes out. And then, boom. 15 in a row retired. Yep. Um, he struck out nine. Just the, the biggest boost because, oh, I don't even think we've talked about this much. Uh, so Jordan Wicks basically took over Drew Smiley's spot in the rotation, and the only reason Drew Smiley was back in the rotation was because he was taking over Marcus Stroman. Marcus Stroman went on the injured list at the end of July because he had right hip inflammation. He got a cortisone shot, but the Cubs thought he was going to be back for the second game against the White Sox at Wrigley Field, uh, the the famous now uh, Whiskers Morel game um, that we did on playback. Uh, I think Shout that was Morel's last, Morel's last hit. <laughs> he got a out. hit today. Scored the game anyway. No. Shout out to the guys at playback for making that awesome clip. Yes. That was awesome. That was amazing. Um, so Marcus Stroman, that week of the White Sox series at Wrigley, I think it was on Monday, uh, I think told reporters, like, uh, I'm not going to be back. Uh, and then a couple days later, it was discovered that, bam, bam. rib fracture. And everyone's like, wait. How do you get a rib fracture? That that must that's that's blunt force. Something happened. You you fell. Something banged into you. Something happened. But Marcus Stroman says, "I don't know what happened. I've just been doing side work in the bullpen. The Cubs have no idea what happened." And then that same week on Friday, the Cubs are playing the Royals. Marcus Stroman. Oh, it was Mitch with the glasses. Uh, yeah, Mitch. I won't interrupt the story. Nerd. <laughs> Uh, Mitch is getting ready for like his Chris Getz uh, impersonation. Yeah, Chris shit, Getz glasses. Yeah, I gotta figure out a Chris Getz impersonation. <laughs> no, Marcus these are Stroman. I usually wear contacts, but I had to go into the hospital Friday because I was Ooh. blind in my right eye, and I guess it was a sub chemical in there. But long story short, wait, hold on. <laughs> I mean, Kevin. I mean, this showed up when Mitch got on. So, Mitch. yeah, I think. Somebody wants uh, a few picks, dude. Actually, no, that's too low. That's disrespect. Ten dollars. No, not really. 50, I mean, 50, 50 minimum for these feet. I'm surprised anyone's paying <laughs> any money. 
During Friday's game at Wrigley Field against the Kansas City Royals, Marcus Stroman goes up to the press box mid-game. And it's like, guys, press conference time. I got to tell you about my injury. Still doesn't say anything. Just like, uh, yeah, I'm still going to be shut down in a few weeks. I know my body. I just had a, we want to make do uh, make, make it, uh, on the sorry about that. It's a little uh, hot here. I gotta get some new shoes. Oof. Oh man. Brutal. <laughs> Mitch, is that what Missouri does to your feet? Yeah, pretty much. All the first off, I'm sure you guys talked about it already. Shout out to you on your big J journalism um oh, yeah. if you haven't read it read the article all those putting in work yep. on what's going on at the White Sox security. about it tonight ahead of uh, mizzou's home opener about what they're doing for security based on re- well because they might the only one there was a incident in a high school in oklahoma too so all of a sudden security at these games is a big uh oh i mean in oklahoma sport. they're they're whipping it out when they go through security yeah. Hey. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, son! <sighs> this show has completely yeah. gone off the rails. <laughs> so the point <laughs> is, so Jordan Wicks was shooting bullets against the Pirates. Um, I know. <laughs> Not blank. Yeah. I mean, Kevin, you can go more to the technical side and the what you saw in the changeup. But again, that was this big pitch coming out of Kansas State. It's been MLB ready, but he's been working on the cutter, adding some velocity to his fastball. He had a curveball working as well a little bit, but it it was mainly the changeup. I think he threw it like what, more than a third of the time, or more, yeah, like more than nearly half the time. More than sixty percent of the time, I thought it was. Yeah, he was, yeah, was, and the Pirates had no chance. They were whiffing at everything. No, it was nasty. I mean, call it what it is. That was a, he had a very impressive debut. Well, the thing too that he did well, like again, we, you got the you got the lefty changeup, and this is the thing that actually I'm actually you know, all the positive stuff. He did really well. He came out. He threw well. Look, I'm I'm the guy that bitched and moaned because the Cubs passed on Colson Montgomery for Jordan Wicks. So I was furious that day. I've said, make me wrong, make me feel better. And the hip youth pastor, which is what he looks like, went out and dealt. You know, he's hiding that gun in there. Um, but uh, the <laughs> the um. The, the best part that I liked about it was, A, his composure. But the thing that concerns me a little bit about it is he does bounce a lot of pitches, a lot of baseballs. Um, so you that's getting pulled thing. over? <laughs> no, I'm just – they're signaling for me to get my – I got five minutes. I'll be fine. Okay. Do we need, do we need to shut up real quick? We'll come back to it. And... You, got any, you got anything you got to get off your chest yeah, before yeah. you got to go back to work? No, I don't. I just came to hang out. I really got nothing. Oh, yeah. Go. Good vibes, came- guys. You came to flex the glasses. You just yeah, that's, well, that's what it was. Everyone keeps calling yeah. me Kent at work. I hate these yeah. things. Yeah, you're that's trying to put – You're adding looks to the portfolio. Yep. Know, I get it. I got it. Hey, I get it. I get it. Play. I look like I'm about to lose a Republican debate with these things. I, I don't know if it's – No, you look like you're no. about to rip your shirt off and go no. save some people from a flying – you know, as with your cape and – I was going to say you look like you're about to represent your 14th DUI case of the day. Yeah, Mitch is the lawyer for this lady. Yeah. <laughs> Looking like you're on a hiding a gun in your belly fat. Call Mitch. Yeah, allegedly. <laughs> kind allegedly. of doubling it. Like, which allegedly. One allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, you definitely look like the picture of like a realtor on a bus stop bench. 
<laughs> that's a, I think that's a new segment. Mitch comes on for five minutes, we just roast him, and then he leaves. <laughs> it was broken and battered to go now stand in front of a camera with confidence and talk about meth. Oh. Yeah, another meth. Up. No People... meth stories recently. The, the closest I think I talked about that one last week though. I had that's to cover awesome. Animal Waste Lagoon. So that was an interesting one. This this company, like, they basically just, like, dig a big ditch in a field and then dump all this trash they get from, like, surrounding states in there. And they're like, oh, no, it's a, it's an agricultural company. Like, we're putting it in for soil. But if you look at the stuff they're collecting, it's clearly not for soil. It's, like, processed parts from, like, old, like, factory, like, animal factories and shit. It's, it's gross, yeah, but. I know for a fact. And, like, don't put that lagoon here. And they're like. Yeah, I know for a fact Jerry has his hands in that. I don't know. I, I feel in danger. I feel like Mitch just revealed something that's, like, privileged information that now we're all going to be on a Oh, Mitch. Uh, like thoughts thoughts <laughs> on the Witch's Curse oh. backfiring. It's yeah, your, the your, girl fuck, your girl fucked up, man. Oh. I know. So, well, this shows witches aren't real. And witches can't be trusted. <laughs> well, oh, all right. Well, or maybe right. witches are too real. They just got too shitty real. aim. Yeah, and that could be too. Yeah. There you go, Mitch. You, yeah, you can win him. That's right, enough. Cut off, cut off, cut off, cut off, cut off. Okay, back. Can I say? Okay, okay, okay. So I was close. That's the, that <laughs> Missy suggested that be the official White Sox song, Landslide. We, we should. Can, oh yeah, yeah. We should have we could, a. We can only play we it in three second increments. But we have to cut it every like two to three. Well, seconds. it's funny. Like I, I, I was talking to a White Sox um, season ticket holder. He he's on Twitter, Southside Beach. Uh, who it was? I interviewed him for the story I'm doing tonight because we're talking about like the White Sox and he was at the game when it happened. And we we're like talking about like afterwards, like, hey, like, do you think this is rock bottom yet? And we're like, I don't know. Like we keep it saying, never it's rock bottom. It's it's worse, to go. Worse. So I don't think they have. There's it's always another layer. It's the weird. Bed, yeah. Be interesting to see what the next rock bottom looks like. All right. I actually got to bounce. I'll hop back on after this live shot. Uh, maybe if it's still going. If not, maybe. Good show. How about we get some behind the scenes? Just uh, keep your phone like, running. Yeah. Post, post up. Ooh, look at that parking lot. That ready for the stand up. Hey, I don't know if you can see. Uh, you should let your camera just sit yeah, there while just you let your, your camera on. Just put, your, put it on mute oh, and then just watch you. Yeah, I want to we'll see watch the live you hit. Do your shoot. We'll watch like, you do the live hit. And if someone if someone super chats us twenty dollars, Mitchell say Bumblebee Tuna, your balls are showing during his live <laughs> shoot. <laughs> I'm muting this laptop. <laughs> oh, oh that's a laptop. That was on your phone, dude. No, set it on top of the hood, right? Fine. I do. Yeah, that's a good point. We're going to get there Mitch fired, guys. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this there is some go. quality content here. We've got a lot. Oh, yes. Make sure that oh. we're on mute. Yeah, just mute us and then just go about your work. We're, we're not even muted. here. All right. Now you're muted. Yeah, we're just sitting in the straight. car. Just sitting in the car. Just, we're just watching you work. Buddy. Look at the pro go. Look, Look at the at mic. Craig. Look at the mic work. Set up. He's going to go put up the Sennheiser on. He's going to make sure they're on the same frequency here. They don't Dude, even send home. Having to still wear the work clothes, and you know it's humid as hell still. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, man. Obviously, Wait. they're doing full shots because he can't wear shorts, but normally if it's a medium shot, he could just stand up just, you know. Wait, does little homie don't, does he not even have a cameraman? He's, his own, he's doing his own work. Right. Hey, bro, this is 2023, like, man. This is how it works. The newsrooms are trying to cut costs everywhere. You don't, you don't, you're not Gail, what's her name, from uh, Scream. You don't get your you get driver and a camera. And I, 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 mean, I, I, Fizz, I legit thought that's how all of these were. I not all. Was like, uh, the bigger Mitch, ones, too. Mitch is lucky. Uh, Mitch probably had to buy his own tripod. <laughs> I, 
That's why he doesn't have air well, conditioning. All, have, that's, all, yeah, all his AC money. All the AC money was what if we're here watching this and some dude literally runs up and like jacks takes <laughs> the laptop? <laughs> we'll go viral. Anybody in the Should St. We? Louis area? We're gonna be in geo tag right here. Some some <laughs> me- some meth head just comes up and grabs his laptop. You reported on my house, bitch. <laughs> runs off. Comes up to the laptop. Runs off. All right, let's let's play by play this. So Mitch is Look checking it. his notes right now. Uh, is he's that, checking. Is that that light is bright as shit. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, that's all that's light. all in his face right now. He's got his notes. He's he's prepped. Look at look at look at he's shaking his knees to make sure he doesn't lock his knees so he doesn't black out on camera. Very well done. Make well, sure there's just, oh, that Jeep. What's that Jeep doing? He that's just right. threw us a look too. Did you see that quick look at his right shoulder? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's I'm liking the, the shirt talk. Look at the mic positioning too. It's elite. That's a that's a nice shirt tuck he's got going there. Uh-huh. Very, uh, is he is he outside of a high school right now? He said no, that's yeah. Missouri, dude. It's like a wildcat, yeah. It's Missouri. Mizzou. No, yeah, no, I know. It looks like outside of a. No, that's stadium? University of Missouri. Oh, yeah. it is. Oh, Missouri. yeah, that's what it is. That's yeah. What it is. yeah, yeah. He's in so there, it's dude. That a frat boy could just run by me. Like, oh, yeah. he's, he's going over his uh, what he's got to say. Mm-hmm. We just slowly see the laptop move, and he knows that people are watching. Mm-hmm. So he's ner- He's extra nervous because he's like. Even if oh, nobody was. Right, wait, oh, wait. Wait. Oh. Uh, wait. They're, they're having a, uh, an issue with the transmission oh, right now. I don't like that he went off camera. I feel like he's doing shady shit right now. He doesn't want us <laughs> like, to see. I feel like this is when, you know, like in the FBI videos, when they actually do the, the deal. Oh, right. He's oh, no. back. Yeah, he's back. There you go. He oh, definitely froze. Oh, oh. He, def- he definitely just picked a deep wedgie. Yeah, <laughs> 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 he had like a little bit of like a, some little swamp ass baby. Need to go adjust the, 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 this okay. is the start of a found footage horror film. Like, yeah, like some frat boy is gonna steal it and say, say like Sigma move rules or some shit like that. <laughs> what's the guy's what's the guy's name from uh uh the uh the Mark Paul Gosler movie? Uh the, Saved by uh, the Bell. No, no, the roommate. Uh, what's that? Oh, the when your roommate dies, you get free college. Yeah, God, what was it called? Oh, Dead Man on Campus. Dead Man on yeah, Campus. Yeah, I've watched that movie. I haven't seen that movie in so long. I used to watch that movie all the time. The frat boy, though. Let's what drink some beers. Man. That one's not beer. <laughs> that, yeah. All right, here he goes. He's getting ready. Once you I mean, see the, uh, I'm I'm dead serious. Though. I am dead serious. That can't, that light is. So in his face, I would not. Be what other baseball podcast is going to bring you behind no the scenes look of a Missouri reporter? Of local, oh, look at Missouri. He's got a better backdrop. Yeah, look at he fixed the. He, did you see him readjust? It's a yeah. pro, so he's, got a better, a, he's got a better background. It's it's you can see the Mizzou clearly. He's the, stiff the, though. The those knees, those knees are locked. Oh yeah, he's he's, he's, he's going to black out. Oh man, if that happens, one hundred percent has to do his own makeup. One hundred percent has to do. His so, own oh, the glasses are off. Oh, the glasses are off. Oh, oh, do we there's drop a microphone pickup. Excellent job. Wait, it bend at the knees. Excellent form. We need a little bend, though, dude. He's got an open side, so the, the feet are open. Watch oh, the yeah, he just widened a little. He just widened a little more. Can we watch this on a website? We should have like dual screens going of like what the people are seeing and what works. What's the state? What's this? Wait, all that was for that? <laughs> it was like three seconds, dude. No, he's. Is he? Oh, no, we're adjusting. No, we're he's adjusting. readjusting. He's readjusting. Hey, hey good hey, players. What is it? What is the TV station? Good, good players can make adjustments on the fly. Is he is he Fox? Is he CBS? Is he NBC? I don't remember. <laughs> sorry. Uh, Shit, okay, sorry. so he just turned down the light a little bit. Up, oh, we're moving it. Up, oh, we're up. 
He's talking to somebody. Does he got a cameraman that's like just not there? He's ABC 17 News. ABC 17? The news station's going to be like, why didn't Mitch's live hit get so many more views than everything else? Watch live. Oh, here we go. They're at commercial break. They're at commercial break. Can we do two at the same time? Yeah, well, we can bring it up. You can share your screen. Uh, Share screen. Oh, I got to. Can we split it? (laughs) You have to. Yeah. (laughs) This is great shit right here. There we go. Now add that. Yes. Yes. Now just full screen that. Then I can't see anything. Hold on. Yeah, all right. All right. Let's see here. This is fucking just. Oh, this is ground baking. That, did that work? Yes. Yeah, we're good. Mitch is still in the bottom. It's smaller, yeah, but in the bottom now. <laughs> oh, that's right. Because Mitch is doing that. We're not sharing Mitch's screen. Yeah. So that's no, that's that's a live feed. It says live down here too, right? I mean, uh, oh yeah, we're on commercial. Yeah. Ready? They gotta do it. Five, four. Remember, Wayne's World tells you, don't count the two and the one. <laughs> Guys, I can see your mouth moving for the two and the one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's see the 108 guys do something like this. I'm gonna I'm gonna tweet out our I'm gonna tweet out our live stream of us watching their live stream. Oh no, don't don't tag them because I don't want to get Mitch fired. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm just gonna This is fantastic. I don't <laughs> Does he, really just got, does he really just got to stand there for like he? It's like he's like a statue right now. I hope he has long ass commercial break, but I hope that he's got like some Dr. Scholl's up in those shoes, man. If he's just gonna be standing there like that, gotta have cushion. Take care of your feet, boys. Yeah, yeah. and and always bend the knee. Knees, gotta, one of them at least, so you don't pass out. Uh oh. Oh, you bastard. Wait, here we go. It's got to be after John here does his thing. Go on, pimp. This is working out really well. Yeah, this is not going. What's happening? Right what happened to the Las Vegas Wi-Fi? Yeah. No, what happened? It's a, no, I'm not even. Thanks for joining us tonight. I'm Megan Drake. And I'm Lucas Geisler. Tonight, up, Lucas? What did, it, what did it say? Did not support my browser. Kevin. Kevin. Dude. I was saying boo earns. We need some Jordan Wicks composure here. Oh, there he is. Wow, he's done on his screen, but it's going live right now. I think that's too much light. I think that's Generally, that recent events have given us a painful reminder of just how important it is. Tomorrow at 5.30, Faroe Field will open its gates to thousands of fans to welcome in the new season of Tiger football. Preparations for the home opener began as soon as last season ended. MUPD, the Highway Patrol, and the Boone County Sheriff's Office all work together to ensure everyone will be safe inside and outside the stadium. You know, it's poetry in motion. During those games, everybody's talking on the radio if there's something. Oh, you son of a. He's killing it so far, though. Ten out yeah, of ten. Yeah, voiceover, fantastic. Ten out of ten right now. I tweeted it out with the screenshot of it. Fence goes wrong. On Friday, two people were shot at a White Sox game after oh. someone snuck a gun no. into guaranteed right field. Allegedly. Allegedly, Allegedly. Mitch, come on. 
I mean, yeah. just based off of the fact of I was there, it happened, and I had zero idea whatsoever that two people had apparently been hit by a bullet. So, I mean, it's definitely a little shocking and alarming. Then in Oklahoma, a 16-year-old was killed after a shooter opened fire at a Choctaw high school football game. God damn. The White Sox oh, were using metal detectors the night the gun went off. Choctaw High School was not, but now has plans to add them. Sarah Diedrich tells me MU will not be using metal detectors during games this season, and despite the recent incidents, they did not want to comment if they are considering adding them in the future. That's what they do have right is there. the clear bag. Oh, I like though. Mitch got up in their grill, asking him what's up. Why? Why aren't you using them? You see that though? They all they care about is the clear bags. And so, oh. no way he got technical difficulty. So maybe it wasn't me. Oh no. Oh no. Oh, no. Wait, let's go back to Mitch. Is he, <laughs> is he panicking? Yeah. Let's see how. Let's see how the kids handle it. His light off. Uh, oh, he's coming back. Oh, all right, everyone, be, everybody, 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 be cool. 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 Hey, you did good, bud. Yeah, well, Dob. Did I? We yeah, watched we, the live. We stream. watched it. We watched <laughs> it. Yeah, dude. The oh. light went out in the middle of the thing, so I had to run back and like. Hop, I saw the hustle. Composure. Your, uh, composure. your 40 shuttle time is looking really strong these days. I know. I didn't even have a chance to stretch out the beforehand. <laughs> Wait, Kevin. Kevin, go to our YouTube stream and then just rewind it to us watching the live stream. <laughs> and then play job. that in a smaller And box. then play that as we're watching it. Good job, Mitch. Good, Good job, job, Mitch. What a pro. I like the hard-hitting week when Missouri said they will not be using metal detectors. That's you, right. You really, you have to that shit. Here. Hell they yeah, can't you all did. be drug stories, so... <laughs> We, we were yeah, talking about earlier could. how all these teams care about is just uh, petite girls bringing in bags. <laughs> we don't need the inception fits. <laughs> <laughs> there, it, oh, there, there it is. Look at that shot, by the way. What look? That was some camera work. I get yeah, that was a nice. Uh, I was uh, I was very whoa. impressed that you, you are your own cameraman. I didn't think that worked. That's how it worked. I thought everyone. That's had why they call us MMJs, multimedia journalists. Oh, look at that. Yeah, yeah, we were pumped for you, buddy. Poor one lighting. criticism, one criticism, I think Zoe pointed out first, the light was too bright. That's a yeah, lot of light. No, I agree. We got, yeah. We got to touch that up. What kind of wattage up. are you using there? That's, that's <laughs> a lot. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> I didn't think it's possible to look any pastier than I already do. That's not good. I might be Holy getting careful from the news director for that one. Follow-up um, question, do you do your own makeup? No. Yeah. No. Um, oh. The people were wondering, Mitch. The people were wondering. And then we got Oh, technical difficulties in the middle of. Yeah, you got t yeah. you got TD'd. You got TD'd. We got nervous. Bug. We thought it was on your end. Yeah. No, it wasn't me. Boy, that stinks. You missed the hard hitting journalism to the at the they, end. There. It cut off right when you were Dude, reporting on their the, clear bag policies. The, oh, the, darn. The, yeah, the meat of the story was reported though. All right, I, yeah, as long as the socks one got it. See, I'm yeah, trying. Yeah. I'm trying to tie it. You a definitely uh, captured the essence of what you were going for. It was mm -hmm. fantastic, bud, and. Ian, you know, Ian's a pro at this. He said he can give you some lighting tips. I'm being, I'm actually being serious. I, yeah, no, yeah, I mean, he, 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 he can help you out there, but good job, also, Mitch. we did definitely did not try to get on Craigslist and hire someone to go to your geotag location and lay you Serial out while doing your live shot while we were oh, watching. Yeah, Mitch, what's the move there if out of the corner <laughs> of your eye or like literally right next to you, someone comes up and tries to take the laptop away? Oh, that would have been tough. Uh, yeah, I don't know. 
I probably would have had to finish out the live hit and then just start hauling ass after. <laughs> also, shot. <laughs> I was covering a shooting yesterday. It was funny. Like right when I got done with my first story, I sent it and I was all set up, ready to do my thing. They're like, you got to go to this liquor store. There's a shooting. So I had to do like a breaking scene. And in between shows, I'm standing there and some girl drove by that was like in the middle of the cops were investigator and called me a bitch. Wow. <laughs> oh. That's Life actually hilarious. Is. Like, you know that's hilarious, right? Oh, yeah, it was hilarious. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Like, could be worse, Miss. You're not getting groped. No, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, uh, what did you do the first time you went off camera? Well, off your laptop camera. Zoe thinks you had a wedgie. Yes. Oh, you like came you came away from the light you for a second. Away you from, uh, yeah. Like towards the car, and then you came back on the oh, screen. Oh, I was trying to um I had to hook up the back of this like earpiece and like right. I was looking. not too far off, so and you had to pick the underwear out of your ass. Anyways, earpiece he meant balls. Yeah. But no. that was good shit. I guarantee you we let's were give it up for me. Well, I appreciate White you guys boosting the ratings. Oh, yeah, they're, they're gonna be like Mitch, you your segment got a lot well, of uh, well, well they saw it through our stream. We could do the, yeah. the Mitch live hit from whatever drugstore he's doing. Oh, boy. Well, fellas, we're over two hours. Jesus, we're over two hours. Um, yeah, I'm going to hit you up on those lighting tips because yeah. clearly my pasty ass needs them. You should. Uh, I need to go rip a heater, so let's wrap this bad boy up. Mitch, I'll give you the first, Greg. You got anything you want to leave the people with departing thoughts? Well, uh... I got nothing. I was going to say something profound there, and I couldn't come up with anything off the top of my head. Compelling and rich. Uh, Missy says you need to use more foundation, by the way. I, I don't have any. This is all natural, baby. <laughs> you know. I love it. Fids? Uh, look, I think you know all this talk about you know a fat lady snug, smuggling a gun into the stadium in her belly fat or whatever. Uh, all this allegedly. talk about that. Allegedly. Allegedly. Why is nobody talking about how the hell my sock summer got so many bobbleheads out of the ballpark this weekend? I saw he. Oh, at- Mitch giving us the only thing. <laughs> oh shit! I don't think I don't think he knows he's still here. I don't know. He's better. Uh, is that the portal body? I guarantee. You, I'll find out. Yeah, portal Yeah, he's gonna pick a wedgie. You hear Mitch's. Mitch, can you All hear right. us? Oh. oh, I'm still here. Is the show still going? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can watch you pack up if you want. I was hoping for you to pick a wedgie. It's the only I fans. Have it's the stupid ass string I got in the back. So it looks like I'm picking that. That is a, a, a Quentin Tarantino shot right there. Test. Oh, man. I think, I mean, high angle. Oh. Mitch, the rumors are true. I saw a print there. <laughs> a print. Oh, okay. All right. Although, uh, take it home, bud. PCA, Luke Little, Cubs and four. Cubs are winning the division. Let's go. Mitch has a print. Good for Mitch. Good. Good night for Mitch. Well, and I just thank you, everyone, for uh, this session of. Zoe's White Sox Therapy. Uh, appreciate it. And uh, we will hopefully see you guys next week. We'll see what happens between now and then. But for the 20-some people that stuck with us for two hours, we love all of you. Thank you all for the super chats. 
Uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, Nathan, Baloney, Chuck, Missy, Sophie, thank you guys all for the super chats. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. This Padres bitch is shitting bricks right now. Why? Because Danny fucking Burgess is up and back. Guy just started Shake Shack straight to the dugout. Rebuild of the favorites. We here for the latest. South side or the north side. Not tuned to the greatest. Home team for the home teams. Both sides got our own rings. On the mound or the long ball. But we don't put the wrong strings. Yeah. It's that time of the year now. Wrigley or Gantee, so the whole league that we hear now. New show with a new mood. Discussions and interviews. Trade rumors that might be. This is Pinwheels and Knife. Yeah. This is what you waiting for, yeah. You can put it on the boy, yeah. Every season they get all changed. Take me out to the bar game. This is what you waiting for, yeah. You can put it on the boy. Every season make it all change. Every season make it all change. Every season make it all change. Every season make it all change.